On today's episode of Titus and Tate, you smell that, Tate? Yeah, what is it? That's college basketball. Ooh. In the air, Tate. Media days. Um, the Big Ten and ACC goosebumps. have already had their media days. That was this week. Next week, all of the uh, other power conferences are doing their media days, and uh, we got some nuggets that are coming out of the mm. media days. Um, ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips starting the conversation about expanding the NCAA tournament. Uh, beyond- Nothing's happening, but we're just looking yeah. at it. We're going to take. Looking. Yeah, we're just looking, taking a peek. Calm down. No, it never hurts to look. Yeah. That's what they're saying. We're trying um, to be innovators here. Yeah, so uh, that is that is apparently going to be a talking point, I guess, now in college basketball. <laughs> it is came all the way from the top, <laughs> and every single athletic director and commissioner is putting it out there. Uh, meanwhile, uh, at, in Charlotte, the uh, uh, Josh Pastner has already started his Good Guy of the Year campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, just, Everyone should win. Uh, Everyone yeah. should make the tournament. Is the ACC a participation conference? It's Josh Pastner, it's, that's the world he wants in college basketball. That's the world your commissioner wants. They're trying to get <laughs> everybody in the tournament we remember a couple hey. years ago when coach k was pushing i'm sorry mr k was pushing for uh uh you know every team to get in the tournament as well it's very rogue one we're on the beach <laughs> and the light is coming uh in minneapolis at the big 10 media days Jawan howard and greg Garg, they are best uh, friends they kissed and made up yeah right? literally yeah it looked like that it's disgusting yeah what's going on here? i hate it yeah i hate it too <laughs> and i don't like that the big 10 has made this happen also mike woodson pissing <laughs> off illinois fans uh doesn't know who i would assume it is that was pretty funny mm-hmm. um speaking of mike woodson the indiana kentucky uh rivalry might be back yeah. question mark we don't know or it might just be uh, another flag being flown that john calipari yes. is on his way out. is cal actually trying is the question <laughs> we have to suss this out is 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 this an actual good faith effort to bring back the rivalry, or is this just is John Calipari saying it's over? I'm leaving. Um, speaking of being back, Imani Bates back. It looks like he might. Uh, he might. Um, I don't know. What was, what was the report that he's uh he's, he's charges are all dismissed being settled. And, uh, yeah, he might. He's cleared for practice. We'll mm-hmm. see. I don't know. Monitor that situation. Uh, we have some emails as well, right, Jim? Sure. We're we gonna read some dirty laundry emails. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm so excited. See what else is going on in the world of cheating as well. I feel like we gotta, uh, mm. we gotta. Grizzly bears, right? Is the new one? There fat were two, bears. two fat bears <laughs> that were cheating. It's not even just humans. I now. don't really understand that one. I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need one of you guys to explain that one. I didn't me. know bears had their own competitions and that we were keeping up. But who knows? Uh, but the big story, uh, ACC Big Ten media uh, days are underway, and there's a lot to uh, sink your teeth into from that. We will do that. But first, Woody Durham. All right, before we get started, uh, I want to do a little housekeeping, Tate. I want to uh, uh, just check check back in. Like I said, college basketball is in the air. We're gonna have, we're gonna do our preview shows coming up. Um, I think uh, what we the, the first step to doing the preview shows is trying to figure out um, when we want to do the preview shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we got to plan the preview shows. Then we're gonna do the preview shows, but it's coming up. It's officially the preseason. The the, the media days are going on, and I just want to take a step back and uh, do a little housekeeping and say. Uh, number one, we appreciate everybody that's been listening all, all Yes, off friends of the program. Uh, the friends of the program are sometimes split. Some people say they only listen during the season because like, it, mm-hmm. it, we get off the rails in the offseason. Other people are like, I, to be honest with you, don't love college basketball that much. To begin with. <laughs> I would like to be <laughs> off guys, the rails. Let's you guys are wilderness. only interesting when you're yeah. talking about literally mm-hmm. anything else. Uh, wherever you fall on that spectrum, we appreciate you being along for the ride. 
Um, but now that uh, now that we're getting ready to get back into the nitty gritty, I just wanted to say uh, number one, maybe subscribe to our YouTube because we're going to yeah. be doing some um, we're doing some preview videos that are different from the podcast. They're going to live separately from the podcast feed. So uh, go check that out, Titus and Tate on YouTube. Um, also, basically, just we're putting the word. What, what, what's the line from the wire? Put the word back out that we're up. Or yeah. Put the word out that we're back up. Yes. Yeah. What Carolina basketball did in April last year? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what. That's what I want everybody that's been listening all along. Tell your friends it's college basketball season. We're excited. We're share fired the good up. word. And this is um, going to be one of the best seasons that we've had is. in quite a long time. We're finally reset. We're we're back at a good place in college basketball. So if you're someone who loves the show and you want to help us out, uh, number one best way to probably help out uh, support the sponsors. I guess we love our mm-hmm. sponsors, so we hope you do too. That's a great way to help out. Uh, if money is tight and you can't do that, five star reviews help us. Love. Five star reviews. Um, Love stories in the reviews. If you're too lazy to do that, if you're like, that doesn't serve me well, then mm-hmm. send us an email, titusandtate at gmail.com. Tell us a funny story. Mm-hmm. That's a way you can help out. Or just put the word out. Just tell your friend. Just be yes. like, hey, I think you might like this show. Go check it out. Or, or just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep listening. Just keep push play on the on your little podcast player. Sometimes that's good enough. Uh, it's yeah. good enough for me. As long as you're listening and you're with us and you're on this journey, you're with us. They, you're with us. So I just wanted to say that out of the top. We're uh, we're, we're cracking our knuckles. I like the we're rolling up our sleeves. We're getting into <laughs> it and we're ready to rock and roll because college basketball media days are here, Tate. And I think the big story from the two, as I said, there have been two power conference. No disrespect to the other conferences, um, but also at the same time, you know the drill at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know how it works. Uh, there have been two power conference uh, media day sessions. So far, it is the Big Ten. It is the the ACC. And I would say the biggest story that has come out of all of that seems to be Jim Phillips, new commissioner of the ACC. New-ish. New-ish. On the job for like yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's year two, but it's really year one. Yeah, yeah. We know how year two works. <laughs> <laughs> we know how year two always year works. Year one, you got to get, you got to find yeah. your footing. Um, Jim Phillips is, is beginning the discussions. Uh, so college football playoff expansion is happening. We know that. Um, when it's going to happen, we're still trying to figure that out, mm-hmm. but we know that eventually college football playoff would be 12 teams. So now we pivot eventually. to basketball. Just yeah. keep kicking the yeah. can down eventually. I think in 20, football, when Nick Saban retires. Yeah, football always plans things like <laughs> 15 years in advance. You get yeah. these. I, I saw an announcement last week that Minnesota and Alabama are have, playing in 2023 20, or 2033. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing <laughs> the 2023 back in like 2012 and I'm like, I don't want to think about that. It's, it's, we might not make it. Is there anybody that see? Yeah. Every, every <laughs> single person I know sees that and just shrugs their shoulders and says, I'll be dead by then anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's how football seems to work. The playoff <laughs> is coming. The expanded playoff. Will we be alive by then? Eight year old. Like, I won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Some eight year old ripping a cigarette. It's like, huh? Uh, no, shit, no way. I'll be dead. <laughs> um. So anyway, basketball moves a little quicker, Tate, and mm-hmm. the conversation about football is kind of like we are, that 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 is already done. Like in the sense that like they've already decided the, the expansion's coming. Uh. So now let's sort of focus our attention on basketball. Let's talk about expansion there. I guess that seems to be word from the top, and that seems to be what Jim Phillips is doing mm-hmm. at ACC Media Days. That has become the discussion point. Should the NCAA tournament expand beyond 68 teams? 
to, I guess, 96. Is that what they're trying that, to say? They're saying like, that we want, this is what's coming from the top. This is not what, uh, you know, I would say, but this is what the, the, the message is. 25% of the field should be competing for the national championship. 25% of college basketball teams. And if you do the math, we're in the 90s. And if you try to come up with a bracket, you're going to get to the number 96. And that yeah. is where it seems the hive mind has now locked in on 96. 96 is the number. So what? 25% of the field. What is the what is the impetus behind this? Do you think it is um, some sort of... Uh, money, money. Duh. <laughs> like money duh. <laughs> But do you think... Uh, like what... I, 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 I know I should have taken... <laughs> I really wanted you to ask me that. <laughs> so I could do that. So I, I well, apologize. I uh, walked right into that one. What uh, I I should have phrased it better. What is the? Uh, they're not going to come out and say money. They're yeah. not going to. Chip Phillips isn't going to come out and say we we, we crunched no, the numbers no, no. and we decided that if we add more teams, we're all going to get even richer. Mm -hmm. Um, they're gonna they're gonna present it in some other more palatable way. Yeah. Do you think it is a matter of integrity in the sense that like? Back in 1948, when we had X number of teams, there were only in the field, this many good there were teams. Only, uh, there were only this yeah. many teams in Division One, even, mm -hmm. and that represented a percentage of the Division One. Mm -hmm. Then, as Division One grew, we added more teams. Yeah. Now we've grown, but we have not <laughs> added more teams. Yeah. Is that going to be the argument? Is it? Um, I think it's the Jim Beheim argument. I don't know if you saw what Jim Beheim had to say. He said that there is at least 80 teams that could win the national championship every year. <laughs> And then I saw our boy Kim Palm, who, like, th this is when I know it's going to happen because I would say if you look at the spectrum of basketball conversation, Jim Beheim is way over here, far, far, far to the right. And then Kim Palm is all the way at the end on the left as far as, like, what we're talking about. But they came to the same conclusion. Kim Palm tweeted, we true. need 80 they're, teams. That is true. They, they, <laughs> Jim Beheim said we need 80 teams. And I was like, They've okay. never been aligned before on anything ever. <laughs> here it, is. it was the triangle of truth. The truth is that there are 80 good teams in college basketball. And I think that they expound that to the 90s because they can hit that 25% quota. And that's where we end up. But I think that Jim Beheim, the fact that the old guard and the new guard are saying there's too many good teams, we have to get so to 80. That's My that's instinct when you when you hear expansion is no. It's yeah, like, no, like my, gut, my gut instinct is no. I no. was like, absolutely not. Don't do this. This mm -hmm. is bad. This is There's already too many teams or there's, you know. 68, that's too, 68 is too many. 68 was not. To, yeah, I, I want to go back 64. to 64. Because mm -hmm. the NCAA tournament is like Saturday Night Live. The best iteration of it was when I was coming of age. Yes. And that's... that's 64. When, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was 64. Agree. Don't touch it. <laughs> Leave it like that. <laughs> um, so my, my gut when I saw this was like, this is this is preposterous. Why would they do this? Um, I started, uh, uh, I don't know, opening my, my brain a little bit mm -hmm. and saying... Third eye. Yeah. I was opening up a third eye. <laughs> I was reading the literature, as they say. And... Uh, I, I I listened to Beheim. So Beheim, one of Beheim's arguments for or from what I read, I uh, um I didn't I didn't watch any video where he was talking about this, but I saw some some people were tweeting or writing articles about Beheim's thoughts on this. Uh, it seemed that he wants more first fours, like the mm -hmm. and and I think there's there's something to be said about like if you're going to expand it. Um, right now, I love Dayton. This is not an anti-Dayton stance. I think Dayton was an absolutely perfect place. To have the first four, I think uh, it has gone unbelievably well. Uh, the Flyers fans show up for that thing. It's awesome. It's awesome. Dayton's it's the best like place. its own separate tournament. It's the best arena uh, mm -hmm. for this. It's the best fan base in the sense that, like, you know, Dayton, even though Dayton's not ever really in it, they the fans, the Dayton fans, will still go to the first four and 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 make it awesome. 
Um, it's been it's been an, an, a resounding success, but there is something weird about like sending teams from from the West Coast to Dayton to play in the first four, and then like they have to fly back west two days later and playing in it. Like yeah, and I started thinking about it. And I was like, there probably should be like more first four type sites, and for you know, Dayton's not exactly the, the geographical center of the United States mm-hmm. to where. You start like as the stakes get raised in the NCAA tournament, and the money gets bigger, and all this stuff matters more every year. Um, it does start to become a little more weird that they're playing it. You know, like if you're if you're a West Coast team, you got to throw fly three time zones away to play your game, and then you yeah. might fly three time zones back to play two days later. That's crazy. And maybe there needs to be more. There needs to be a West Coast first four. So maybe I know? like the idea with what you're saying. So if I'm doing the math correctly in my mind, there will be eight first fours, which would be eight different four teams that go into different sites, and then yeah. the winners, and then they play each other. The closest ones play each other, and then the final four of those eight then go to Dayton and play in the first four. <laughs> And then so you get out of the first four, and then you're in the NCAA tournament with the other 64 So if you're a teams. one seed... You basically win an NCAA tournament, and then you go play in the NCAA tournament. So basically, tournament. if you're a one seed in the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. you have three and a half weeks off. Yes. <laughs> and, the, and, yeah, and you watch a whole other tournament, <laughs> and then those. you play the winner of that tournament. Um, <laughs> I think it was Jim Laranega's idea was that uh, the 32 conference tournament winners should get buys, mm-hmm. and then everyone like else the, doesn't mean, get a buy. Yeah. I like that idea because I like the idea of of uh, rewarding the winning the conference tournament. tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think that's the balance you have to find is like is is, is don't dilute the regular season, um, which everyone thinks that the regular season's diluted right now. It is it is definitely not. And you know no. how I know it's not because when teams lose in in like mid December. When, when we Memphis, say it's over. Yeah, we say it's over. Yeah. That happened in Memphis last year. Remember <laughs> yeah, that run yeah, Memphis yeah, went yeah. on? We were like, they're dead. We're like, they're dead. They're, they're not making the <laughs> tournament. Nobody said... Does Penny make it to February? Nobody shrugged their shoulders and said, it's okay, this is all meaningless. They're mm-hmm. going to find a way anyway. Now, granted, they did. They got really hot, and they won a ton of games, and they dug themselves out of a hole. And like, But that was... It was very damning, and like that, these are conversations we're talking about. It's like, hey, man, you got to get your head out of your ass if you're going to make the NCAA tournament. This shit matters. You can't just... You know, you can't just point to your five stars and say put us in based on this. Yeah. Um, but that I, that's the fear, and I and I understand that fear, and a lot of I I I think I'm probably uh I, I think the idea of expanding is not a popular one. Certainly, I bet if you pulled college, but like, what change is popular with college basketball fans? There say. there is no change that is popular, and I feel like a lot of these coaches that are going to be asked about it have to kind of play. They they have to toe the line, and if I was going to look at some coach that perfectly towed the line because. That's what he does. That's John Shire. John Shire was asked about this, and he's like, oh, I'm a basketball historian. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love basketball. Let me tell you about it. And uh, he does his little thing. But he's, he Did said, he just debut the Shire impression, Jim? Is that what just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was mean, nice. That was, that, was, that was a moment in history on this show, by the way. I think that was the first. Uh, well, John first Shire, he toes the line and says nothing while saying a lot. You know what I mean? But he basically gives the, the company answer, which is, I love basketball. I'm a basketball historian. I would love for it to stay 64-68. But we have to be innovators here. We have to we have to yeah. move forward in some way. So there has to be some discussion. The worst case scenario that I think could come from this is that 
I keep saying it's come from the top. The top is Greg Sankey, and Greg Sankey runs the transformation committee. And again, if you want to point the finger at somebody in college sports that is trying to ruin it, it is the transformation committee. I don't know who else is on it. I'm sure Condoleezza Rice is, but Greg Sankey runs that, and he wanted to get rid of the automatic qualifiers of all the little conferences. He, he was like, get rid of Yeah, it. Greg Sankey's dream at this point is if, it, like, show me your endowment mm-hmm. at your school. Yeah, and then, and then I'll tell you if you can get And then I'll tell in. you whether you're, you're, you belong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is insane, but that's what he wants. And I think that's what the original idea was for expansion. And then I think he is like, everyone was like, really? That's what you want? And he was like, oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, my bad. Um, we'll talk about that in 10 years. But that's what worries me about expansion. I think you just, it could be a Pandora's box, so to speak. Once we change one little thing, then, I know. then the powers, the transformation committee, they transform too much and we're gone. I guess Sinky wouldn't care so much about endowments as like alumni base yes. or... Just yeah, donors, donors, yeah, money, money, duh. <laughs> That's what he wants. Sankey can't spell Sankey without a dollar. Sign. No, you're right. Uh, that is that that is a fear. Is is the slippery slope? That is that is where everyone like anytime any sort of change happens, whether it's sports or society or you know any in any like a policy around your house when your parents are like, here's how we're doing things now. <laughs> I think your brain immediately goes to a slippery slope scenario. <laughs> We're like, now hang on a second, yeah. Dad. If I have to take the trash out, yeah. What is this? What, is this, what, what precedent what's is this setting? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I say yes to this. When you would not buy me the toy I wanted. Right. What precedent? Um, I'm also worried about March itself, the sanctity of March and that time and the time that everyone kind of knows this is college basketball so, space. And I feel like if you extend the space. I guess that's the that's the that, that's that the is concern, the, the concern. But it's also what's driving this is that an expansion of like. Um, you know, we, we, we love March. We, we love college basketball, I should say, uh, year round. Um, it's a, it's a sport that, or, or, or the, we love the whole season. We, yeah. 12 you know, months. We'll, we'll, to us. A, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It, maybe 13, honestly. Yeah. Like I talk about it in March double time mm-hmm. to where that's almost mm-hmm. worth it. It adds months. up to another month. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for, for most of America, they only tune in for, for March madness. And I think everyone running the powers that be of college basketball understand this. So the thought is. Um, why don't we tap into that more, more, of that. more, we need more of that. Why don't we give the, pe- the people have the America has spoken. They love March madness. What if we give them more madness, put more teams in, give more people chances. Um, I think that works, uh, as much as people want to roll their eyes and say, it's going to dilute the product. I actually do think it will work. And the reason I know it will work is because they wouldn't do this if it wouldn't work. So mm-hmm. they like, obviously have run numbers on this stuff. Uh, but also like more teams means more eyeballs means more, if investment you, more investment it's more mm-hmm. schools across the country and fan bases that are going to be tuning into the tournament and even if their team loses they're kind of locked in like i find myself with the playoffs of baseball like i'll watch every i'll watch the baseball playoffs every single year i love the baseball playoffs but when the cubs are in the playoffs i will watch every pitch of every other game because i'm like scouting scouting yeah who's gonna of course and then when the cubs get bounced i'll still watch because like i've invested enough already you yeah. know what i mean you're like i kind of like these guys yeah. i think they should win yeah. or i hate these guys yes. and i'm watching them to fail and know? i think there's still there's some sort of element of that at play that uh you know if nebraska gets into the tournament in a, in a scenario that they probably wouldn't have but now they're in in an expanded tournament uh their fans start watch, like not the nebraska fans weren't gonna you understand what i'm saying they were already gonna watch but like maybe more maybe there's more nebraska people that are like yeah. i wasn't gonna watch but I watched the first weekend and I, I liked what I saw. So now I'm going to watch more. Um, and you go into the year like as a fan thinking, 
you know, we don't have to be one of these top 20 teams. Like, if we just get hot late, right. we can get in the tournament, and who knows, anything can happen. And then, like, the Cinderella expands as well. Like, who could be a Cinderella? There could be some power schools that play themselves in on the back end. You know, you never know. So I guess I'll say, like, honestly, I don't think I fully hate it. I think, like, I, I'm, I'm a status quo guy in general <laughs> just because change is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I think through, it's like, I don't know. what if If it adds more game like if it doesn't add that i'm with you though the sanctity of the timeline is important where we have the country by the balls for three weeks yeah um i don't want to get greedy there and say like what if we did five or six weeks Mm -hmm. because i think you're going to lose the magic yeah you're Mm going to lose the magic you're going to lose that battle but if you can tack if you you know what's the what's the saying the uh uh, pigs get fat hogs get slaughtered Mm -hmm. right so if, if you get a little greedy and can pick up a few more days and a few more rounds i don't hate the idea i really don't I think it's the definition of wild card, right? That is exactly what we need to base this on. We need to have, like, when you hear a wild card playoff game or a wild card baseball yeah. series, you're like, for whatever reason, the stakes aren't as high and it's actually kind of fun. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I want to watch and just the phrasing of it, a wild card. I'm not saying that they should use that for these games, but framing it in a certain way where it's like the normal sanctity of this is going to occur in that three week window. But we got some, you know, some games beforehand to get us set up for that. Now, if 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 the time comes that the little guys start getting cut out, um, then I stop. Then sinking. then then I, I I will flip the table and, mm-hmm. and raise hell and Same. say this is bullshit. I will stand um, on the table. Yeah. <laughs> After I flip it or before? Because before be, and then be I, then I'll be on the oh, then yeah. I'll be on the ground. I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm like, like we didn't plan this. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, but, th- but that is, that is Sankey's wet dream is that every power conference team gets in and none of the little yeah. guys do, and, and that is a, that is a fair fear. Like if if you're if you're someone who um is raising that fear in part of the expansion talks, I will listen to that and I'll say I side with you in that. In that Greg is, Sankey's mind, it is going to be a 32 team tournament featuring all the SEC and all 32 yes. teams in the SEC are playing each other for the national championship. That is what he that's what his final goal is. That's what he's trying to get to. So I do fear every time I see one of these articles and they're like, of course, the transformation committee, uh, I'm on red alert because I'm like, I know who's heading that and I know what he's trying to get after. So but like you said, I think there is a middle ground here and it could be exciting for the sport to have more opportunities for more teams. And then if there truly are 80 good teams, as Kim Palm and Jim Beheim believe, it all makes sense. But I also will say that I do see um, I'm not so stupid or naive that I don't. Uh, see that that what expanding is going to do is if you add um, how many teams are we going to add? What did we decide? Thirty two. Mm-hmm. Is that is that it? We're yeah, going to ninety ninety six or ninety six. So mm-hmm. thirty eight teams get added. Um, if that is what we're if, if say we're adding thirty eight, thirty three of those are going to be power conference teams. Of course, they get added. Yeah, and I understand that, and that's stupid. I don't like that. So <laughs> I I. <laughs> I hear the complaints there. They're like, this is this is a, this is discussions that the power schools are having that are saying, why can't our teams that are five hundred, every team that's five hundred from a power conference should be in? And to that, I say, I don't know if that's entirely true. I would love, I would love, uh, you know, and I th- in a perfect world, the the more you know, the, the ratio of smaller schools and bigger schools stays the same. That's not going to happen. That sucks. And that is definitely a downside to expansion. But maybe sure. there is some sort of ratio quote or whatever you want to put in there that makes it. The only thing that I've seen is quite literally a paper thin argument to the expansion is people arguing about the bracket on a piece of paper. And if we expand it, it cannot now, fit it on a honestly, piece of paper. that might be the best argument. That might be the best argument. 
That might be the it's best. It's both the paper you know thin argument, but also, I mean, it seems to be the number one argument. People are very upset about this, and they're like, "How can I print off my bracket, fill out my bracket if you add?" I can't more- read the teams; they're yeah. so small. Yes, exactly. On the bracket. They're already too small. I can't read the team with the record next to it. Exactly. If I would have known yeah. that they were a thirty-one team, mm-hmm. what does that say? <laughs> Iona. I would have. Yeah. If I would have known Iona was a thirty-one team, I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know. This is this is a big this is the big argument that I've seen from the Jays. The that's a great that's a great argument. You no, know, the journalists actually. keep putting this out there that how can I expand the bracket when my paper says it's full? <laughs> that's a that's a, that's the best. Okay, that's open and shut. <laughs> We're not expanding. I, I I've been talked back into not not expanding. Um, I couldn't help but connect the dots though that that Jim Phillips comes from Northwestern and mm-hmm. gets to gets into a position of even more power and is now. Mm-hmm. Trying to create a scenario where Northwestern can get back into the tournament easier. That's, oh, wow. That's, you know what I mean? That's a great point. That's, and it also confirms what I think about Jim Phillips, which is that he has the Big Ten's interests at heart. He does not have the ACC's interests. So is I he think, a plant, do you think? I think he was sitting he, there to, to sabotage yes, the ACC. To end the ACC and to bring North Carolina to the Big Ten. Well, that brings me to the next uh, <laughs> the next big nugget that I saw coming out of the media days was uh, so that was Jim Phillips, ACC commissioner. Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren said uh, his plan is for the Big Ten to be, and I quote, the strongest conference ever in basketball. That's part of his vision mm. for for the Big Ten because, uh, as we know, football is driving all these conference realignment discussions and yeah. um, which teams go where and all that. But Kevin Warren, uh, probably because he was in front of a bunch of Big Ten basketball beat reporters more than anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. just playing to his audience. He's like, I promise. He's like, he's like, what do they want to hear? Yeah. Basketball is very important to me. Um, but he wants to have the strongest conference ever, Tate. Okay, so let's let's break that down. He's got UCLA on yep. the way, so that that already you know. And USC, we should say, like USC yeah, you, historically, give USC their credit. not yep. that great, but USC, where they're positioned right now, is a very strong basketball conference, and they have great history, program. and they continue with Andy Enfield to be like perfectly below the radar. And you know, you got like Cheryl Miller, you got you know, you got great history with USC basketball. I'll give you that. But what he really means by saying this is, I want North Carolina, I want Duke, and I want Kansas. Mm-hmm. And that to me makes a lot of sense that the Big Ten would want those schools. And I think with Kansas football, North Carolina football, even Duke football, I'll be nice, even Duke football right now, they look solid enough to bring them into the Big Ten. That and you're like, up. dude, all three of those schools just getting their shit together. The second, <laughs> yeah, the second they realize yeah, that. Like, they're like, okay, the big money's here in football. Let's uh, lock it yeah, up here. Let's, <laughs> let's get us some real players. <laughs> I think. When I hear that, it seems to me like the Big Ten, maybe the SEC tried to get splashy early on by saying, hey, Carolina, Virginia, we're calling. We want you, yada, yada, yada. But I think that they are the like the Nick Saban calling you, but then never following up. And then the Big Ten is almost like your local team that's checking in on you, seeing how yeah. everything's going, telling you what you want to hear. Because what does North Carolina want to hear? We're going to be a basketball conference, right? What does Duke want to hear? What does Kansas want to hear? What is UCLA happy to hear? Kevin Warren is feeding what you want to hear. So in that sense, I respect the Big Ten, and I respect Kevin Warren for doing that. And Jim Phillips is eating it all up. I know that. He's like, oh, man, should we just merge? Should we do a merger? <laughs> Jim Phillips is... <laughs> he sent an email yeah. with just the gift merger. Yeah, yeah. He, he tells all the ACC schools we're doing a merger, and then he... Uh, it, it, then the merger happens, and then he's sitting next to Kevin Warren. They, they, then uh, they, they mm-hmm. walk into the same co- uh, uh, office building, and there's a thing that says commissioner. There's a door that says commissioner on it, and him and Kevin Warren both reach for the doorknob <laughs> at the same time. Look at each other. <laughs> look at each other. 
And then they realize one of them yeah. has to die. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Phillips looks around his shoulder and is like, oh, shit. Are, they, yeah. are those guys in the, those guys, they're here for me. Those yeah, guys yeah. Are, okay, they're, they're shaking you out. Good night. Good night, Mr. Phillips. Thank you for your, thank you for your hard work here. Uh, Sounds about right. With uh, Jawan Howard and Greg Gard oh, yeah. uh, becoming best friends at Big Ten Media Day, I have to say, Tate, the old Big East just must be rolling in its grave. Uh, I'm rolling in watching, my grave. Watching Kevin Warren, watching Jawan Howard and Greg Gard kiss and make up, but then also Kevin Warren saying that he's going to have the strongest basketball conference of all can't time. Can't have both. Yeah. Can't have you can't, both. You can't do it both. You can't, no, you you can't do either both they're going to be at blows and they're making passive aggressive remarks about each other and they have a John Chaney type moment with John Calipari. That's what we wanted to see at Big Ten Media Days. I don't need to see them playing on February 14th, hugging on each other. Yeah. You know, like talking about how they, they squashed it and buried the hat. I don't want to hear any of that. This is supposed to be competition and it was a fun rivalry, right? I mean, it was a great rivalry. It was yeah. like contrasting styles. Like the, the fan bases don't like each other. They're very polarizing. And then the other guy Juwan hates is uh, Mark Turgeon, who is not no longer in the Big Ten. So mm. it's just, it's, it's very, very disappointing because at, at this time, not too long, uh, this time last year, well, no, not at this time, but there was, there was a moment in time during the season last year where, uh, it felt like Jawan Howard. It, it, it was positioned perfectly, and I say this as a as a Buckeye. Uh, I, I that um, everybody was hating Jawan Howard, uh, <laughs> but I, I also acknowledge that that part of what made it fun was that Michigan had like an air superiority above everybody. Where they're like, yeah. yeah, at the same time, we're the only team that can do anything in March, which is fair. I will I will give them yeah, that. Yeah, I will yeah, give you that. Yeah, yeah, I will give you that Michigan <laughs> fan. So the the uh Illinois fans hate Michigan. Mm, they they yeah. hate for for what happened in twenty twenty one with the the Big Ten title and Jawan ducking Illinois and then, you know, um Michigan State fans obviously hate it. So like there was it was all like coalescing to this nice scenario where uh, everyone hate like Michigan was the Texas of mm-hmm. the Big Ten, where everybody hated Michigan. But then Michigan was like, "You hate us because we're better." Hate than us because they ain't us. Yeah. yeah, but then also it's like I, I don't know. The, 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 the waters were murky because they like aren't obviously better, but they're better enough that their fans could argue that they were better. And mm-hmm. it was it was great. It was a perfect scenario. And then Greg Gard ruins everything by just I don't know. I, I it, it made me sick when I saw the picture. I almost threw up. I, I I could not. I couldn't stand it. Well, Greg Gard is a good guy. I think. I, I believe he is a good guy. And I think Jawan Howard is a bad guy, B-A-G guy. And I think that Jawan Howard has convinced the good guys he's a good guy. And I think Greg Gard is like, oh, he's just a good guy. But he's not. He's a bad guy. And he's sitting right in front of you. And Greg Gard, you fell in the trap. You let it happen. And what I wanted to see is Kevin Willard, son of Ralph Willard, who is old Big East, comes from straight up blood old Big East. Mm-hmm. I want him to come up in there in Big Ten Media Days and say, this is BS. Yeah. Screw Michigan. We're taking yeah. all their recruits. Yes. This is Maryland basketball. But meanwhile, I didn't see one thing about Kevin Willard, so I don't I don't think he even showed up to media days. Uh, yeah. Um, but there needs to be some sort of conflict. Someone's got to stir the pot. Yeah, and the only guy the only to. guy that stirs the pot really right now. Well, I guess I Tom mean, Izzo stirred the pot, Tom but Izzo not in a good the pot. Yeah, way I saw about that. players. I saw that. <laughs> Tom Izzo stirred the pot. I was like, Tom Izzo, no. <laughs> You got like Mike Woodson and Tom Izzo stirring the pot, but it's like accidental. It's just there's like they're just like venting. It's like let me vamp for a second. These kids need to have some loyalty, and then yeah. all and all the beat writers are like, what did he say? Tweet it, tweet it. <laughs> um, Fran McCaffrey can stir the pot, but like he's he's he's, he's the boy harmless. cried wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, when you lose your mind over everything, like mm-hmm. it doesn't really mm-hmm. you start to look You're like, like that's the just asshole. Fran. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like no one's like. 
oh wow, he's got a great point. How pissed off he's getting there. It's it's just like all right. Plus Iowa, like with Luca Garza and now with Keegan Murray and now Chris Murray, like they have such favorable coverage, you know, yeah. what I mean? as far as the players and the yeah. program and things like that, even though they do falter when it comes to March, that you know, if you're Fran McCaffrey, you're just like, thanks. Keep me out of the conversation. Holt is way too nice. Way He's not going to nice. do it. And it, mm-hmm. it, the, the the most you'll get from Holt is like a passive aggressive under his breath comment once every six weeks or something. Yeah. Where, you know, he just kind of. Like, 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 oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I lost it. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, th- that's about all he's going to give you. Um, Steve Peichel is from Stony Brook. That says enough. He's not going to do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah, man. It's, it's there, uh, Brad Underwood, I guess. Is he the guy? He's the guy. You got to have Brad Underwood. But Brad Underwood is a bad at. guy. And he's like, you know what I yeah. mean? He like Brad Underwood can't go at Jawan because then Jawan's a Spider-Man meme. They're like, we're playing the same game. You know what I mean? And then they kind of just like, they're like, all right, no, no harm, no foul. We move on from here. It's got to be Kevin Willard. I am. I am. I, think I am so. charging I th- I think with that's Kevin the job. Willard. That's the job of Maryland. Like Maryland, if you're going to be in the Big Ten, your head coach has to be the instigator. Yes. Turgeon, for all of his faults, he did that well. He was yes. always grumpy. That was the best thing he did. He always. He was elite <laughs> at it. <laughs> he was very elite. At it. He always. <laughs> it was like a nine it. o'clock game on a Tuesday. My players have class. We're like, shut up, Turgeon. <laughs> Every time Mark Churgeon saw a microphone, it was time for the airing of grievances. Yes, he's like um, Festivus. Baby. It has to be him. Matt Painter's another one who has like the cachet. Oh. That he, but Matt Painter's not going to do it. And Matt Painter, his uh, from what I saw of his press conference, it seemed like he was kind of doing like an obit. You know what I mean? He was like kind of he was like doing like an apology tour. You know, he was not the right energy. Matt, well, I mean, the, most, he, the last game Matt Painter coached was the most embarrassing game I, I in the know. history of the program. I know. So. so he basically like went out there and was like, "Before you ask yeah. me anything about Zach Eady and yeah. how freakishly tall." he is i just want to say i'm sorry but also matt painter's role in in terms of all the big 10 coaches he's the bridge between the Izzo and woodson Mm -hmm. and like kind of the Jawan howard like the new school yeah he's the he's the guy that he gets both sides of yeah he's like i i know bobby knight personally He'll defend um, anybody. You, yeah. could, you could be like Coach Painter. Uh, Tom Izzo said that. Except for no show, he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> he said Coach Painter. Tom Izzo said that kids aren't loyal today. Your thoughts, and then he would defend Tom Izzo. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Look, I, I I see what Coach is saying. Now yeah. you might have taken it a bit out of context. But... Yeah, yeah. And then Coach Juwan Howard says that uh, Payne <laughs> recruits is actually the greatest thing that's ever happened to college sports. Your thoughts on that? And Painter's like, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I also agree with that. College basketball has evolved <laughs> from when I was a kid. And we have to keep up, but uh, the the great guards one Howard picture is is not is not how I want to start Big Ten basketball season. That's not what I needed. That's who that do is, you think? Who do disgusting. you think initiated that moment? Who 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 touched who first when they got together? <laughs> yeah, <they'll be> like, <laughs> picture. Who called who? Like did Jawan? You think Jawan was told by Michigan AD and everything that president whatever whoever it is to, um, to call Greg Guard? Because I feel like that's I do think Juwan it's a very ha- Michigan man thing to do to be like this is a classy way to handle this Jawan. You know, I do think if there, I do think Jawan had. To be the one that I, I want to believe that that <laughs> Greg Gard was not the one who reached out first. And if he was, then Greg Gard, it could have really been this. Fallen. It could have been Greg Gard told someone at Wisconsin that I am willing to talk to Juwan, mm, like that, a bird. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Then they send a raven <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to uh, Ann Arbor. <laughs> yeah. And and someone from Wisconsin tells someone from Michigan, like, hey, FYI, if Jawan does call, mm-hmm. Greg will Co- take, coach will listen. He'll coach listen. Take, he'll, he'll take, take the, the call. call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jawan was like, okay, I'll find I'll call. But I, I if if it actually went down that Greg Gard apologized for his assistant mm-hmm. getting what, what's the word they're using? Smushed. 
Because you can't say punched. If you say punch, Michigan fans rush and then yeah. Say, and you were saying strike. So it was a strike. They, yeah, but it they, was a but, strike. But they were saying no, no strike. <laughs> they were saying no strikes. Where did John break us <laughs> a sports science to break down the angle yeah. that the hand mm-hmm. hit the face? Because mm-hmm. if it hits it, I at think a, it's bottom bottom of the hand <laughs> hit. So I think it's a strike. Was it more of a push or a yeah? Because um, their argument was that he was trying to push him out of the way, like from his players. Yes. That was the Michigan uh, message I was sitting around. Like <laughs> <laughs> his players were under attack, and then he pushed him away. <laughs> Society is at its dumbest <laughs> yeah. when you look at a video of a guy fighting another guy, and then everyone argues over. Like instead of arguing over like the things that matter, which is like, what should the punish, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, how, how do we make sure this doesn't happen again or yeah. anything like that, which is already kind of nauseating enough. We then get down <laughs> to like the granular level of like Jawan Howard had only one knuckle closed. Yeah. Therefore, ipso facto, no it cannot punch. be a punch. Not assault. <laughs> you zoom in, you can yeah. see the shadow. I mean, it's happening with Draymond, you know, yeah. it's like. If someone pushes you back, you're telling me you're not going to hit him in the yeah, face. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm telling you, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, what are you, what That's are you exactly mean? what I'm telling you. And then instead of like, instead of you, hear, instead of the other person hearing that and being like, okay, good point, they're like, well, where I'm from? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, that, that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly where I'm from. It's happening with Devonte Adams too. Yeah, I mean, all the angles of that. Of uh, I still like, I can't believe that that guy was able to file a police report. If I'm the police and that reporter photographer comes down there and tries to file that, I'm like dismissed. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, no way. No way am I am I filing that report. Yeah. No way. I know, but... That's the world we live that's in. That's the world we live They're in. They're like, look at the tape. Yeah, check the <laughs> tape, dude. Just slow it down, dude. Two hands. Two hand push. If you our come, our if boy you come Doug Gottlieb's <laughs> tweeting out videos from different angles. I'm like, Doug, get out of this game. If you come to my workplace <laughs> and shove me, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I won't be happy. Mm-hmm. I, I will not be happy at all, Tate. Yeah. So I mean, right. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, anyway, where were we? Uh yeah, Jawan Howard, Greg Gard, disgusting. Uh yeah, I, I need them to fight. I need I need more animosity because if Kevin Warren is in fact going to build the strongest conference ever, mm-hmm. we need some beef. Uh we do not have it in the Big Ten. That's what I learned. Do you think there's another Jawan Howard moment that comes up? Because I believe there is. I, yes. I don't think we're done. Absolutely. I, I think the fact that, that already but that's happened. where that's where I think Chris Holtman's approach like like Holt. Like I said, he he's not he's not Chris Holman's not going to come out here and cut a wrestling promo mm-hmm. that's like I'm I'm coming I'm coming for you mm-hmm. all of you all of you <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know and pointing to the camera and, and all that he's not Bruce Pearl I almost did the Booker T there for a second <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah um so uh uh Holtman Holtman's not going to do that what he what he might do and coach if you're listening I'm not encouraging this mm-hmm. I'm not saying do it I'm just Think about it. I'm saying this Just is something that Coleman could do. Is like before Ohio State plays Michigan, mm-hmm. um, he would be the one to do like a a, a pregame press conference, like the, you know the pre- after practice the day before the game, and he's talking to the local Columbus media, and he's like, "We are prepared to take Michigan's best punch," and then like say it like mm-hmm. that, and then pause, and then continue with the sentence, and then like not ever like acknowledge that mm-hmm. he did it on purpose. Just a little smile. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then like kind of have a smirk, a Bill Self smirk, mm-hmm. and then leave it at that, and then if the right person sees it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then then it could blow up into something. That's mm-hmm. how Holt would go about it, though. Holt isn't yeah. going to do anything. He's like, we got to get shots at the elbow, but we, yeah. we don't want to be touching guys at the elbow. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, what do you say about the elbows? Like Jeb Bush, <laughs> please clap. <laughs> oh, man. Um, other things coming out of media days. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Pastner is, is good guy of the year already. I think he's already won it. Um, I think he might yeah. know that 
his days might be numbered at Georgia Tech because this man was squeezing every last drop out of what could be his final ACC Media Day. Where yes. um, he the, the the big takeaway out of Josh Passner at ACC Media Day was that he says North Carolina should be the number one team in the country, but yes. Virginia should be the number one team in the ACC. And then, and then he you know he said that with a straight face, and everyone's like, that does not compute. That doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. And he goes, I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy. But I tell you, that's just what's going to happen. North Carolina, best team in the country, but in the conference? And then Josh Passer Yeah, and he just kept repeating it. Like, you're like, explain that, Josh. And then he, he just said the exact same thing he said the first time. He's like, you know what? You guys are going to think I'm crazy. It's like, yeah, yes. Josh, yes. we heard you. We just were hoping maybe you would explain it a little more. Some context, Josh? Um, I get, I get what he's saying. I, I do too. I, I actually agree with him. Yeah. In a weird way. You know, I'm like, I think Virginia actually is like kind of the class of the ACC, but... We have March, go like, you know, Carolina, will, it would be nice to win the ACC, of course. Like, I, I hope that they do. But as a Carolina fan, we all know what Mar it's all about Houston. We're, we're trying to get back to the Final yeah. Four and get redemption. So, and Virginia kind of owns and runs the ACC. And Josh Pastner is looking at Tony Bennett and he's like, I'm trying to keep my job. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that the yeah. guy who. If I, get, if, I, if I get Tony on my side, then yeah. come late February. I don't know when Georgia Tech plays Virginia, but like let's say it's later in the season, like they played for the second time or whatever. Um, going into that game, maybe Tony Bennett can get me off the hot seat by like just saying how what a great job I've done and yeah, you know, all or, that sort of or thing. Or I could just go work for Tony. You know, yeah, I get fired. That, yeah, yeah. I just be his assistant. Okay, or the, or the, <laughs> that actually would be the passenger way to, to go about it. He's like, yeah. I'll, I'll, like I've always loved yeah. Virginia basketball. I've been telling you guys for years. Look at the quotes. Um. What else? What else? Uh, Mike Woodson. How how big how big of a deal is this? Did you see the video on this? Because the video, it, it, I saw the tweet that Mike Woodson. So basically, what happened? Trace Jackson Davis said that uh uh, uh Jalen Hood Shafino, the star freshman for uh mm -hmm. the guy that's like going to be, it was named preseason freshman of the year in the Big Ten for Indiana. Um, he said that he reminds him of Io DeSumo. Mm -hmm. And so then the media asked Mike Woodson about that. That TJD says uh, Hood Shafino is. Io, your thoughts, and then Mike Woodson was like, "I don't know who that is." And Illinois fans lost, lost their mind. They lost mm -hmm. their minds. Um, is this anything to you? I think, I think truly, Mike Woodson might not know who Io Desumu is. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah and and, exactly I, and I think uh, when I like, like you said, I saw the written out, and I was like, "Wow, he's really trying to get at Illinois fans." But then you, really, I agree. You see it written out, you're like, "Uh oh." Yeah, I was like, "Damn, Mike Woodson, <laughs> that's a little like, come on, man." Um, but then when you think about it, you're like, "Okay, he was on the Knicks staff. He didn't know anything about college basketball." You know, it's a facto. He probably, and he probably, when they asked, he probably thought he was like a T-Jazz type person. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know who this, <laughs> like, who this influencer is. Yeah, well, I saw the video and it was 100% that. Like, you can, I mean, it was just Mike Woodson being an old dude that's seen a lot of basketball players yeah. in his life. And he's, he's, like, like, <laughs> he's like, I do not know this man. <laughs> Apologies to this man. <laughs> And it's a, and it's okay. Like I understand why Illinois fans would be upset because they're like, he's the Big Ten Player of the Year. You saw what he did in the Big Ten tournament, and then Mike Woodson can fairly say, "No, I did not. Truthfully, I did not." Uh, speaking of Illinois fans, can I can I say this? Um, I, I I I remember saying something similar last season, Tate, but I, I think I need to revisit it. Um, as you know, I was very pro Illinois in 2021. I was in the foxhole with the, with the fighting Illini fans. I picked them to win the title. I uh, I fought val valiantly. We've 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 had some some great battles together. Me and the the Illini fans, mm -hmm. um, especially as it pertains to the 2021 Big Ten Championship, 
that was erroneously given to Michigan. I will always side with Illinois on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that is a fair gripe. And uh, I think it was embarrassing of the conference to give it to a team that won fewer games and got their ass kicked by Illinois at home. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I, I prefaced it with this. Yeah. We fought a lot of great battles together, Illinois fans. You need to tighten up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it's 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 Illinois fans are are um they they're the the, the persecute they've become the Mets fans where they're both at one on one hand, uh, they, Illinois is by far the best program in the Big Ten. No question. Suck our dicks, everybody. Mm-hmm. We are better than all of you. Mm-hmm. How dare anybody think that you're going to beat us? We have the best backcourt, the best frontcourt, <laughs> the best coach, the best, mm-hmm. just on and on and on. But at the same time, a huge persecution complex that everybody is just beating up on the little guy, and that you know, and I don't understand how they both coexist. Uh, I have nothing against Illinois. I'm not, this is, this is not like a, you know, this isn't a rant against Illinois and that like you've, uh, you've hurt me in some way. I'm trying to come at this from a neutral party mm-hmm. that, um, let you, Michigan fans, you do don't that. have to chirp at everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, have to yeah. chirp at everybody. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You're doing yourself no favors, And maybe mm-hmm. that's what they want. I don't know, but you're doing yourself no favors. And especially for a program that hasn't been to a sweet 16 since 05. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, you know, take a few off. Yeah. You know? Maybe sit some out. Maybe maybe stop and like listen and evaluate the situation before you want to step back into the the mud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because every single time anybody says any like Mike Woodson not knowing about Ayo DeSumo makes hundred percent sense. He's never coached against him. When he Ayo was in uh college when he was in the NBA and then they flipped. They never and, crossed paths. They never crossed paths. There were yeah. ships in the night. Mm-hmm. It all checks out. So just calm down. Just be like, uh. Man, all right. And also, well, yeah. You know, you know what the mature way to, to go about it is like, well, he's gonna know about Io because Io. He's the starting point Io's, guard of the Chicago yes. Bulls. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's gonna he's gonna find out soon enough and just leave it at that. You know what I mean? Of course. That's all I'm saying. That's all. And Illinois and Indiana. I like, gotta go set my Twitter account to private. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. But Illinois and Indiana have like a deep rooted rivalry. I mean, like an old school basketball yeah. rivalry. There's a lot of history there, so it's respect at some level. But then also, like, if Mike Woodson was taking a shot, I think it would have actually been a shot. I really think that moment in time was just, uh, I, I don't know. Sorry. Thank you for asking. He probably was just like, this reporter's asked me a stupid question. And I don't want to compare this player I have that I've never even had in a real game to some other player. You know what I mean? He's just like, this is a slippery slope. I don't want to do that. And Mike Woodson's old school. Just tighten up, Illinois fans. Tighten That's up, Illinois fans. Because it's not even it's not even about this. It's about anything. Like literally, it's about literally, it. it's literally about everything. everything. It's, it's about everything. everything. <laughs> it's about everything. Because we like a fly in the lion eye. We like we Kendall do. Gill. We do. We like the 05 team. We like Darren Williams. We like Luther Head. We like Roger Powell. Roger Powell. Of course. We love Trent Frazier on this program. We do. I mean, I love Katie Scott. Underwood. We're, we're Katie on Underwood show. Is, is a hero, yes. a, a leader, Facts. a friend of the program. Sky Clark is, is a friend, is of, the friend of the program. So you know it's coming from a place of love. We're just trying to protect you guys. I'm trying to I'm trying to help Illinois fans, but maybe that's mm. not what they want. Honestly, maybe they want to just you know they want to be the they, they, I, we just got done saying someone's got to stir the pot in the Big Ten. Illinois fans just keep stepping up and saying we'll do it. That's what we're here for. Yeah, the fans will do it. I think Coach Underwood is like, please stop stirring. Please. The pot the pot is fine. Stop looking at the pot. Um, last thing I, I want to hit on that has really nothing to do with the media days, but we were talking about Mike Woodson. You're talking about Indiana rivalry state. Mm-hmm. Indiana Kentucky back on is is the word. Is it Rothstein that, that said this? That said so, that, the, yeah. that the talks are. That was are the first happening? tweet I saw, but who knows? The aggregators out there. Um for what is it, the the hundred and twelfth time since the Watford shot that mm-hmm. we've heard that Indiana Kentucky might be happening. Mm-hmm. Aren't Archie Miller and John Calipari related? 
like literally cousins from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think they share blood. Mm-hmm. And Archie Miller. I mean, was, Calipari grew up on Robert Morris campus. His like yeah. you know, aunt was like the the worked in the cafeteria at Robert Morris. And, no, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're like Moon Township kids. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they actually literally share blood. Like they're, they're second cousins or something. Yeah. And uh and when Archie Miller was the coach at Indiana, they still couldn't work out anything. Mm-hmm. So forgive me for you know, saying I'll I'll believe it when I see it, but that's kind of where I'm at with this, um, especially because as we said with Cal doing the uh, the Gonzaga uh, scheduling, that I think if 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 something does get on the books, it's mm-hmm. going to be constructed in such a way. Basically, what I'm the the point I want to make: John Calipari will never set foot in Assembly Hall ever again. ever again ever again. That's a fact. I know that for sure. Yeah, now, like we can we can start there and like kind of work backwards mm-hmm. and figure out where we're at in the negotiations and and all that. I know for a fact. That John, but I also said that about Bob Knight, and he showed up, and but Bob Knight didn't know what planet he was on. So that was also <laughs> still one of the most shocking. Like a lot of people still don't remember that that actually happened because it happened in 2020. But it was still one of the most. I mean, you and I were at the Fox office, and we like it was right before the pandemic. We yeah. like went and sat out and just like sat and watched it, and we were like, I was this, stunned. It was yeah. surreal. It, was, it, was it surreal, really was. Yeah. And your dad was calling you, and he was like, "Can you believe this is actually happening?" But like. It is that level of... They got their ass kicked by Purdue. Yeah, of like, course. Absolute of course. ass yeah, kicked. of course. But I really... <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Wasn't Gene Cady also there, right? Coach Cady was it there? It might have been. I yeah, think he was yeah. in the crowd. But anyways, it, like that moment in time felt so surreal that if John Calipari went back there, it would be that level of surrealness. I, I really do think. Like, I, I would not believe it. And that's why this being talked about confirms what we already know. John Calipari wants another job. He wants to go to the NBA, the NBL... The whoever, USA basketball, yeah, USA basketball, wherever the hell he needs to go to stop the charade. He doesn't want the the calculus to be added up against him with the Kentucky fans because they've yeah. had it up to here. I think St. Peter's for like the true blue, bluegrass, bowling green Kentucky fan. I think that was the final straw. And I think John Calipari knows that deep in the back of his mind. That's why he's having talks with Indiana. That's why he's doing all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and also the way he announced the Oscar Shibway minor procedure surgery. Like the National yeah. Player of the Year is getting surgery on his knee mm-hmm. in the preseason. It's a pretty big story. Just, yeah, like, like yeah, a, a month story. off from the start of the but season. But he tweeted yeah. it like it was like, don't worry about it. And it's like, I'm now I'm <laughs> definitely worried. Like, absolutely worried. Like you have to understand how this man moves to understand what the implication is, and this implication with his Indiana conversation is like I'm trying to placate the bluegrass Kentucky fan, but yes. also Pl- planning my exit. Magic Johnson. Yes. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says to me. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give until, like I said, until these two teams are tipping off against each other uh, voluntarily. You know, like not NCAA tournament or like. Uh, you know, some other scenario where it's like an SEC Big Ten challenge gets started somehow and like they're mm-hmm. forced to play each other. And uh, until they both both programs say, I would like to play you, let's play. Yeah. And then the ball gets tipped. Um, I, I am not going to believe that it's actually going to happen. But I will say I still very badly want it to happen. I want and, it to uh, happen. Even if it happened in Indianapolis, I feel like it would still be cool. It, it, it's gotten to the point where it's just it, it, it actually is insane that they don't play each other. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it makes zero sense. And um, and Woodson would go I'm, to Rupp. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. that, that the problem is that like and Archie would have gone to Rupp. Like the problem is that the Indiana side is like just just make this happen, give us a chance. And Calipari is like he's doing the calculus. You know what I mean? Of like. If, if I lose if to Indiana again, if is you're it a Kentucky over? fan, and I and I say this, 
I, like I, I, I represent, as you know, Tate, I grew up an Indiana fan, but now as I've gotten older, I'm obviously, I, I bleed blue. I'm a diehard Kentucky fan. I pick Kentucky to, you know, I, I, we talk about John Calipari on the program all the time. Cal's guys. We hosted Kentucky sports radio. I mm-hmm. pick Kentucky to win the tournament. Um, I think a lot of people see me and they 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 say there goes a Kentucky fan mm-hmm. walking down the street right there. Mm-hmm. Or um, is that Kurt Rambis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I I I'm a neutral party to this. Yeah, thing, yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah. You obviously, have no stake. Very, I have no mm-hmm. stake in this. But if you're if you are a Kentucky fan who still is saying that this rivalry doesn't matter, um, I I understand the rivalry trolling. Like I get like like that, if, you're, if you're talking to an Indiana fan and you say the rivalry doesn't matter. Continue to do that. It's, mm-hmm. it, it works. It's trash talk. It works. But yeah. if you stare yourself in the mirror before you go to bed at night and you say that the Kentucky-Indiana game does not matter and it being played has no bearing on my life as a Kentucky basketball fan, you are either, like, very young and, mm-hmm. and represent the NBA fan who likes Kentucky, <laughs> which, like, no disrespect. I have no respect for you. <laughs> No, no disrespect. Yeah, no disrespect. But I have zero respect. Now I can say anything I want. Yeah. Um, or you're lying to yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no way if you have any story, if you have more than one gray hair on your head mm-hmm. or on your beard or wherever, and and you are a Kentucky basketball fan, you can honestly say that you 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 feel nothing towards the idea of the. And if you do, you you need an attitude adjustment. Like, because these are the type of game that matters and makes college basketball great. And whether they play it on campus or in neutral, who gives a shit? Uh, I just want. I just want everybody to like want this game back because it it, it it is so good for college basketball to have not just rivalry, like traditional rivalries. And by the way, I do think the Indiana-Kentucky rivalry is better than the Kentucky-Louisville rivalry or the Indiana-Purdue rivalry. I and That is not shtick. I 100% believe that. Polygraph me. I believe that that is a better rivalry than yeah. either one of those other two. Um, but a rivalry where it's a big state school that puts the name of the state on its chest versus another state school that puts the name of the state on its chest. It's different. Those rivalries make it move for me. Of they, course. They Kansas, Missouri. Of course. Missouri, Illinois. You're yeah. like, let's go. State mm-hmm. versus state. Carolina, Virginia. I mean, yeah, it's like it's it's a, it means a lot more. And it represents like in a lot of people may not say that in the state, but it does represent at a larger level. It's kind of like, okay, this is our state, your state, let's do it. And it goes back to a big when we did the Kentucky radio thing, I don't even know how many years ago that was, and and Kentucky fans got up in arms about it. You and I basically were preaching that Kentucky is bigger than Cal. We continue to preach that, and it's this is a perfect example of that. Like Kentucky basketball, the storied program itself, as they all know, is bigger than John Calipari dodging Indiana. Yeah. So don't let him dictate and dodge. Say no dodging, or you're yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, take your lifetime contract. Yeah. Because Kentucky basketball is bigger than you, in the same way that like K is bigger than Duke. You know what I mean? It's like that's where we are. It's uh. Yeah, I don't know. We we I've gone on this rant a million times. Yeah, I'm, just, exactly. I'm just kinda like over like arguing about, you know, like I, I, I definitely think Cal's in the wrong because I think the, the game should be played on campus and I think he's he's full of shit when he talks about um how how playing neutral sites betters his team for the NCAA tournament. Bitch, you've won one NCAA title. Like mm-hmm. it, it it's obviously not working. Go mm-hmm. go try something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if Cal was like ripping off national title after national title and was like, I figured out my philosophy, it works for me. It does not. You you continue. You lost to St. Peter's. Shut shut up about mm-hmm. like what 
betters your team, get your team ready. And I for understand, it. like, it was early in his tenure when the Wofford shot happened, and it almost, like, stopped it before it started. So I understand where he was like, get these people out of my face. Like, I don't want to lose the momentum of my program. He didn't really understand. He didn't understand, like, the rivalry. So, like, to yeah. him, he was just like, what are these rednecks doing? Yeah, get this out of my face. My, I'm not yeah. letting this wreck yeah. my, my machine yeah. I have going. But now you're a decade into it. Who cares? Like, the machine is fine. You know, you can, yeah. you can play against these guys, and you'll be fine if you lose. Win, lose, or draw, you'll be fine. Anyway, I, I I think I think it belongs on campus, but at this point, I'd take it on a neutral floor. I really would. I don't know. It's going to be in Indianapolis. It's, not, it's going to be in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know it. It's you not. See it. It's not going to happen until Cal leaves. That's my, <laughs> that's my official. That's my official prediction. What job um, do you think Cal wants? Cal will announce the Indiana Kentucky <laughs> game as he announces he's leaving at the same time at the same press conference. I think that Steve Nash gets fired in January, and it's it gets leaked that Calipari would love to go back to the Nets. I would, I would absolutely, actually love Cal to be, and I, and I will continue beating this drum until someone takes me seriously. Um, that USA basketball needs a full time coach. That that's the only team he coaches is USA, mm-hmm. and I think Cal would be awesome for that. Or Brad Stevens, or Steve Kerr, or Steve Kerr. I think Steve Kerr once Steph Curry's done just leaves the Warriors and coaches USA basketball. So it'd be incredible. Yeah, and yeah. everyone would love that because we're like, yeah, yeah, we love Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah. Not? yeah. And then he can talk about like politics and everything else he wants to talk about because you represent the USA. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Then he's he's now a senator who's yeah. also the coach of USA. Yeah, he's a diplomat. You like send him over. You're like, we need you to go talk to uh, the people in China for he's us. He's literally dude. a senator from California as he's coaching the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like running saying. Senate ads. <laughs> Steve Kerr. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, should we do some gym class? Should we go to gym class and see what uh, what Jim has cooking? Mm. What, uh, what a you gym class slash dirty laundry little yeah. crossover episode. Yeah. Let's do that. All right, uh, let's do some gym class. Let's uh, let's go to gym class. Let's see what uh, Professor Jim has cooking up for mm. us. Um, what 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 is in your purview that you want to talk about, Jim? We have another cheating scandal that has rocked Alaska. Oh God, is this? As you what mentioned was the before, last <laughs> Rock Alaska. Was I, it the I think America, t- like the U.S. taking over Alaska, probably. Remember the mm. uh, Pitbull uh, Walmart vote, where he had to like do a concert at a Walmart, and everyone rigged it so he'd have to go to the Walmart in Alaska or something. I, like I, that. Don't, I, don't, remember, I don't remember that. <laughs> this was like amazing. amazing. That yeah. is amazing. Good. Be like four like chan. It was. Did Pitbull was, go? Did he do it? I think so. I, 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 mean, I might a, have messed up that story, but, no, but I, it I, sounds I, like something that Pitbull one would have agreed to, and two would have gone and done. It was. Honestly. It was around the time when Four Chan would. Uh, I think it was Four Chan because they did the. Uh, um, they did the Peyton Hillis Madden cover mm-hmm. too. Like, <laughs> like back when, like you'd you'd go check out Four Chan and be like, "All right, let's rig this vote today." It's um, much like that, actually. The scandal. <laughs> they have a contest in Alaska that determines the fattest bear. In Alaska, and people get to vote online based on like photos and videos that they watch. <laughs> Who gained the most weight over the summer? Eating? Are you kidding me? They're fat shaming these bears? No, not fat shaming. They're oh, they're, no, they're flat, no, fat glamorizing. Yeah. yeah, they're picking them up, <laughs> trying to hoist them. Yeah, exactly. But then they all hunt them down and kill them. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh Make them fat, and then you release yeah. them in the wild. And yeah, what's that thing you about sure. said about hogs? Before? Yeah, and then whoever can kill the fattest fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of like the fishing scandal, I guess. If you were hunting them, and then mm. you can put weights in the bear's mouth. Anyway, um, so they found out that a bear named Holly, bear four thirty five, gained nine thousand votes 
in a very short space of time, and someone had built a bot to vote on this fattest bear in Alaska contest <laughs> for Holly to win. What's the prize? No, it's just nothing. Someone just trolled yeah, it. Someone so, just... And Holly had not gained as much weight as Bear747, who doesn't have a nickname, like a real human name. But being a 747, isn't that a good thing? I was going to say, 747 is a good It's nickname. pretty good. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you were yeah. just like, what's up? What's that bear's name? You're like, yeah. 747. You're like, oh, like, it's like mm -hmm. 007. Yeah. So that's the biggest scandal going right now. Wow. How so, how big is a normal bear? Like, how much weight is a bear? So, do we know how much weight a bear is supposed to gain in summertime? It's so something crazy. What a great actually. contest, though. Well, because if you're a bear, right, you're eating a lot in summertime for hibernation, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, it's like you probably are going to put on, I would assume, like 50, 60 yeah. pounds. So then, like, people have these bears are numbered. They have nicknames. People take pictures of them, and then they're checking it. Someone's going to who's weighing them? It's incredible. Brown bear 747 tipped the scales at an estimated 1,400 pounds. Yeah, who's wow. weighing them? That's a great question. Yeah. How do we, we just, we just look at like the, the ridge of the They get that back guy from the carnival who could just like guess yeah, your weight. Just, <laughs> just like, Come on, <laughs> step right up. guy just stands in the riverbed. He's yeah, like, yeah, about 1,400. Exactly. <laughs> And that bear won with 68,105 votes, beating out bear 901 with 56,000. I guess bear 743, Holly or whatever, got disqualified. Can we turn this into a, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm kind of over Shark Week. Mm, you like want bear, kinda, week? Fat I, bear I, week? I feel like Fat Bear Week could take Shark Week's place. I'm As actually a phenomenon more, in the country. I, yeah, I'm where, more fascinated by bears at this point, I think. Uh, you show, like, Discovery Channel should have. Just a whole week where they're tracking this and put it to a, like blow this thing up, man. Make Dude. this make this a television event. You say should we go cover it? Bear? Like <laughs> see how fast <laughs> so they can run, right? Because can't bears are like forty five miles per hour. Like how fast? Can I you believe it. Yeah. Say anything <laughs> yeah, about bears, I, I don't. I don't know. I just think that's what I've heard before. Climbing trees have that as a contest. Have you ever seen the movie Strange Wilderness with Steve Zahn? No, that's a movie. Have you, you seen Grizzly watch. Man? Yeah, no. Grizzly Man is what I was. That's thinking the of. one. Well, hilarious what's, what's strange wilderness it's, is it it's steve's on jonah hill came out like 2009 and it basically he's like a nature guy but he also uh like basically just makes dumb videos it's all the happy madison guys it's a great movie you should go watch it you'll have a great time it sounds justin like long Grizzly man it's young jonah, young jonah hill young justin long i mean it's like steve's on is on a million ashley scott it's a great cast grizzly man was wild crazy by the way that guy was ridiculous Documentary but it was kind of, of funny uh, at parts a guy that just lives in the wants to live with the bears. Did the he guy want to who fuck got, the bears? The guy who got beat out to play Woody on Cheers is what he claimed. It's his like <laughs> claim to fame because he kind of looked like Woody Harrelson. Someone that's, probably told him once. That's and what then I'm he gonna, just told everybody the rest of his life. He's like, I lost out to Woody Harrelson. That's what I'm to gonna do Woody. when uh, I lose the Rambus role. I just yeah. move to the wilderness and right. Was he Good. trying to fuck the bears? Probably. He was like, Did, do, remember he was like playing with their excrement. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's like, oh, this one's warm. It must yeah. be around here. Yeah, you, I don't want to spoil them. it, uh, yeah. but so spoiler alert, if if you want to watch it. Definitely watch it. Uh, take, I guess you can close your ears if uh, you don't no, want to spoil it. No, it's so good. Uh, the bear's killing. <laughs> yeah, checks And out. his girlfriend. <laughs> Poor girl out. follows, goes So is him. he like filming himself out in the wilderness yeah, and then he gets he's murdered? Trying, he's it's like Blair like, Witch yeah, Project. And like, yeah, uh, he's trying to like be friends with the bears. Yeah, and he's like he 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 thinks he thinks it's like a pet. Like one of the, like the bears are. He like, yeah, he'll go up like to talk to them and shit. You know what I remember about that documentary but that's messed up is that um, I remember watching it and thinking that like the guy was like the bear that killed him was the bear that he was like, he's an ornery boy over there. Yeah, he looks know? angry. And like that bear was skinny, wasn't winning any yeah. 
fat boy bear contests anytime soon. And they said, that's why, because it was skinny. It, it was hungry. It hadn't eaten because there was like a drought that summer or something. So like there so weren't as many fish. I remember having like some small part of my brain. So if you see a skinny bear, you should get the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, some small part of my brain was like the guy maybe wasn't like maybe he was he just took like one misstep, you know? Like maybe he wasn't that wrong. Like he would because all the other bears you would like go up to Kumbaya, him and yeah. all of them. And like maybe he was, was like so on to something. Well it's kinda like humans. Yeah, but you know, he was waiting shot, the whole dude. time. You're like, this guy's gonna get eaten by He a bear. called a shot, like he was pointing to the bear that killed yeah, him. He's like, like that, that guy like that guy's this. an asshole. That yeah. skinny one's an asshole. And then that was the one that killed him. So like I don't know, maybe yeah. he was smart. So who got the But if he's so smart, why who are you dead? The director who put it together then listened to the footage because like it happened, I think, in the middle of the night, and they're like in the tent, like you can't like see anything. But the guy listens in front of the the man who's killed that we're talking about. I forgot his name, Timothy something, I think. But Treadwell, um, maybe Timothy that's Treadwell, it. I think. Um, in front of like his mom or his sister, and he listens to. He's like, "You could never listen to this. You could never listen. This is bad." <laughs> and he listens to them getting killed by the bear. Yeah. Oh my god! Werner Herzog did the. Yeah, the, that's it. Yeah, oh wow! The guy that, uh, wow, does I mean, the, Herzog uh, wasn't he the bad guy in Die Hard? We're in the building right now. Um, I mean, to have the last name Treadwell, I mean, like, he did not tread well it? in this situation. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Treadwell. That was his name, yeah. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. That, he does, He. I mean, I see it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. See? I don't yeah, know. Maybe he the wasn't The picture lying. I'm looking at, he's got a hat and sunglasses on, so it's... Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, by the way, uh, bears on average eat 500 pounds of salmon during the summer for the winter whoa mm -hmm. dude but, uh, so in your i mean uh, speaking of bear week like you're human you, you, you weigh the, 200 pounds you like. have the video of the shark you know like the, the money shot of the shark week is the great you pull the like fake styrofoam seal behind the the boat and then the shark does the breach oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like that's mm -hmm. the money shot who doesn't who doesn't love watching bears like catch salmon out of like oh, my salmon God, jumping the and swiping and catching the and best. using the, like we need bear week dude dude that's why you gotta watch strange wilderness because it's like basically steve zahn doing voiceover of like animals in the wild and there's a lot of bear scenes out there and he's like there's a bear shit in the woods <laughs> like i mean it's like a bear taking a shit you know it's like, a bear. It's like wow i finally found out oh man now i can go back and tell all those people who always <laughs> so, said that to me when I the latest cheating scandal is uh someone rigged the uh fat bear vote Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe how many votes they got. You were like 56,000. Who are these people? <laughs> you know I mean? 90,000. Who 90, are these 000. people? I looked it up and by by the way, I was right. It was in uh it was in 2012 the Pitbull concert in uh Kodiak, Kodiak, Alaska. And he did it? Yeah, he did like a he the Twitter campaign encouraged people to Oh wait. The rapper's visit was organized after he vowed to play in whichever Walmart store received the most votes on Facebook. And then a Twitter Dangerous campaign game. encouraged people to vote for Kodiak, Alaska. One of the nation's most remote stores. And then, yeah, that one won. And then Pitbull went and did the concert. I mean, shout out to Pitbull. Isn't that, wait, Mr. Yeah. Worldwide, dude. You I can't was, be Mr. Worldwide if you just hang out in Miami. I, I'm gotta... pretty sure that's what his manager said to him when he was like, I do not want to go there. He was like, you can't have that name without yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, one other, uh, I have an update for that poker. The craziest updates here. For that poker scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Haralabob was uh, was going in about that. Ooh, which side was he on? He was basically saying that the girl shouldn't have given the money back, but the fact that she did give the money back lets him know that she had some other. He he was basically like, based the on what guilt. happened in the gameplay, she shouldn't have given the money back, like what we yeah. said. But he was like, the fact that she gave it back says to him there must be some other layer. But then I saw the people coming to him. They were like. She got threatened, like yeah, her no, life yeah. got threatened. Like, of course, she gave the money back. Though. But then he was saying, no. But when she got up to talk to that guy, when she got threatened, she had brought that money to give it to him. 
Oh, supposedly. really? Supposedly, that's what they're saying. Some people, I don't know. I might get be getting these all out of whack, but that's what they're saying too. Yeah, it seems this is this is the problem but with us. Also, we'll believe anything. I heard. But what she? But also, We're on Facebook in what someone told someone I know. <laughs> We, we literally... It was loud. My friend couldn't totally hear what they were the saying. Good, they were in a bar. The good news is that we live under parody law, but like, yeah. if we were Matt Barnes, we'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was in a yeah. bar and I saw this thing. The captions were on. I caught most of it. Um, but uh, one of the things was that her defense of what she thought he had and why she uh, went for it didn't actually beat what she did. Like, like, her hand wouldn't have beaten what she said she thought. She, he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that made no sense as her. I, I, I saw that. Too. I saw what you're saying. Yeah, that she, she, yeah. But have some other she fun updates or too. Yeah, some other fun updates. The guy who uh, accused her of cheating, who had lost to her, he put out a six-page tweet, like notes app. <laughs> Six pages of notes happened. I think that's how that's you know that nuts. she cheated, though. Because like, that's if, if someone's that, if someone's losing their mind that much, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be some sort of level of this. Yeah, but um, some of the accusations say he had a she may have had a vibrating ring with a little camera in it. I like that this guy like just stayed, stayed up on. all night watching Inspector Gadget or yeah, something. Or yeah. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah. that's Spe it. Get smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she may have had a hat with, that an umbrella came out of and like spun around a propeller. Like, yeah. She could fly away. Um, <laughs> One page is things it could have been. <laughs> yeah. Her sunglasses had a camera and listening device in it. Uh, her chair had a pressure sensor in it. <laughs> Uh, well, electronic okay, device in her leggings. Like, like, yeah, but, I, I kind of have the same follow up with the the guy who had something up his butt for the chest thing. Yes. Like, okay, that's cool. Even if he did, like, how how are you then executing the cheating? Because then, if someone's watching the live stream, and if the one in the back door is <laughs> oh. no, and the front, the ring on the front is yes. So then, when he moves, should I move this here? He gets the buzz, no or yes. Should I move this here? No or yes. See? This is this reminds me of the. Prestige. And if he's a real deviant, he just keeps doing the wrong thing. I'm this right. is the prestige, and it's a. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got like yeah. your little trick on how there you pull, pull this off. Yeah. Yeah. and then when everyone realizes, you're like, "This is no trick at all." This is just a porno. What <laughs> am I watching? What the hell is this? <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. So then, um. When she went out to give him back the $135,000 in chips. That's so much money. So, um, when they were re reviewing, by the way, like Hustler Casino Live or whatever they're called, they like hired all these people, including Bulletproof Gaming or something, this company is called, to like, they come in and make sure like nothing went down. Mm. Good name. Mm. But when she did, they found on camera, one of the employees walked over, picked up $15,000 worth of chips of hers and walked away. One of the employees of who? The, From the, the casino. Of the casino. Yes. Okay. And um, when they asked her, they caught him when they asked her if she wanted to press charges. She said, no, she didn't want to ruin this guy's life. Like, uh, you know, it's just a mistake. It's a one-time thing, whatever. Ends up that guy's been arrested multiple times for like robbery and all these different <laughs> things. <laughs> and But people thought that she, her letting him off the hook said that that was the payoff like he payoff did something there. with yeah. the chairs yeah exactly and then she was like you get 15k exactly he this. was talking on yeah. his ear so we've now like wiping his eye we've now oh my god we've now theorized one of the more elaborate 
like a scandal that if if this is in fact what happened, make this into a movie and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, Fuck Molly's game. Just, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 we've, now, we've now arrived at that must be what happened versus just like she just like said, screw it, I'm going all in. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, which like, I which don't, is more plausible? I know, which is crazy, right? Like we're we're at such a level now where it's like she dropped off a bag of chips. She, she then she did this. She did that. She had this you're technology. Like, like did she just sit there and say like I'm just gonna keep my hand? You know what yeah. I mean? And then she ended up winning. Yeah. And well, she, she yeah, and she was right. Like she was bluffing. Like she thought the guy was. Yeah. Bluff, I don't know. They Whatever. were both bluffing. But that is hilarious that people are going to those links to. It's also funny that she didn't want to press charges, and uh, because she thought he was clean, and then when it came out that like. Spend time in jail or whatever. I don't want to ruin this guy's uh, life. Yeah, like, honey, now she's like, now she's like, now she's, pres- now she's pressing charges. Oh really? Oh wow, mm-hmm. wow. She saw the Devonte Adams news and was yeah, like, she was like, oh, pretty good deal. Let me get some of that. So that guy who had stolen the chips also tweeted out like right after once all the cheating accusations happened, but he hadn't been caught yet. Oh yeah, on the camera. Yeah, he tweeted out about how I've I'm the longest tenured employee at this company, and we have like the highest security. There's no way the any guy of these who stole the chips. Are <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he got ahead of it. <laughs> Idiot. He's like, yeah. I hope my boss sees this. Yeah. So somebody like uh um put <laughs> oh that out. God. Then also he wrote her. <laughs> then after he got caught, he wrote her. He DM'd her a four page um thing, which she tweeted out screen grabs of. Saying uh, thank you for not uh, pressing charges. I always believed in you. The whole thing is very strange. Actually, <laughs> it, it tucks her up so much that people think. Then started saying that she wrote that and started pointing out that she puts two dots instead of three dots, and then uh, ellipses, and that she wrote it, and not like, the guy. And then like, oh uh, my god, dude, dude, it's crazy. I'm so, off this train. I'm off. I think one like, more thing. Like, now? I, you keep going. One but more I'm saying, thing. Like I'm. Like the we're too far. It's too far. It's gone. She had had dinner with like two (laughs) people from the casino like the night before, and one other person who's vouching that um, nothing like scandalous in town. His name, Nick Airball. His last name's Airball. Yes. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> I was really hoping you were gonna say Jeff D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff I was gonna be like, yes. <laughs> so I don't know where it is now. Our boy's back. Even though if I was Jeff D'Angelo alias, I feel like my next alias could be Nick Airball. <laughs> Nick Especially Airball. after I blew up uh, an entire college basketball <laughs> scandal. Um, so anyway, that's where we're at now with that. I don't know if that helped all at all or just made it way more con- confusing. I think I'm not on her side anymore, I think. And, and originally I thought I was. I'm just I'm just kinda, I have no side. Like I'm honestly, on, I'm, not on any side. I'm I'm done. I'm just done with the story in yeah. general. Like yeah. I think I think if she announced that she actually did cheat, I would just go, I don't I, I, I don't yeah. care. I just can't wait till we find out care. one of these people that win are actually a robot. <laughs> They're not even a human being. We're like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. That's what if, what if what Ooh. if the That's the, why I'm building that robot in my apartment you guys saw the other day. <laughs> <laughs> The only conclusion I guess I, I would be into is if the guy who lost was actually cheating the whole time and he wasn't cheating well enough. And that's why he's so stunned that he lost. Mm-hmm. He's like, how could I lose? I it's was like, cheating. It was like the cycling thing. He's, he's like, like, I rigged this. He, he's to like, I was out. doing new yeah. blood just like the rest of it. And it's like, and you yeah. still finished yeah. 38th, dude? Yeah. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's, it's legal? That, w- that would have my attention. Legal to start a school that teaches you how to cheat. You do what you will once you get the information. Is it is it legal to, because uh, I, I had, there was a, uh, when I was, 
like right out of college and I was in that zone of my life where you're just kind of like a dipshit that thinks, you know, the kind of the Kyrie zone where mm. you think you know everything or like you're kind of, you're a cultured person or whatever. Yeah. Um, I got really interested in uh, safe cracking and lock picking. Cool. Um, but then I like went to look up like how to, just cause I, I, I don't know. I mean, no, no one who gets into it says like, I was just curious like how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, no one believes that. Everyone's like, yeah, it was like, it's a good school uh, skill to have. But I would like, just, uh, I would start watching. Like you're too. watching enough movies and like people are doing it. And mm-hmm. I was like, is can you actually do that? Um, but but I remember like running into some static trying to figure out like how to buy like lock picking sets or like take like lock picking classes. Like to your point, like mm-hmm. there should are, are there classes where you can go and learn how to break into cars, safes, <laughs> and pick locks. Probably. Um. I but mean, it, you it can just a, look it, it up on YouTube. It is a good skill YouTube. to have if you lock yourself out of your, your I did, house. That's or, what I mean. I yeah, there's like practical I things. I did that. People that can like slide up on a YouTube? credit card. Yeah, like, I can do the yeah. credit card thing. Yeah. And I could do like a bobby pin. Like for, yeah, the it bobby, just depends on the like ones the, that you the, can the punch the bobby yeah, pin. But no one no one will teach you that. And you're right. There's a class that teaches you how to do that. My dad does like the screwdriver and the hammer too. He did that and like knocked the... The what with the hammer? You could use like a screwdriver and a hammer and like knock the lock like Can you do the... Have you have you ever done a coat hanger through the, mm-hmm. the car door? Yeah, we did that too. Pull the yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. the door. All right, Good moving times. on. <laughs> Good times. I'll hey, teach I, you. My, I ultimately didn't do anything about yeah. it, and I was like, I'll find a new hobby. But did I, you, did I, you I learn? Did, you, did it shock you how like elaborate it was? Like the whole community of people that wanted. to Yeah, learn. there's definitely a lot of people. Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people. Out That's there. what I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we all love spy shit, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at Spy Kids. Everyone's like, this shit's sick. But I locked myself out of our old house uh, when I lived out here in this like dumpy little house, and the back door had like you know like a bathroom lock door like knob oh, on it yeah, type yeah. thing. And I just looked on YouTube for the credit card, like how to get that open. I was in in thirty seconds, dude. <laughs> so everybody out there, <laughs> so everybody out no, there, keep a, a video out for, for everything. Keep a lookout for Jim. I guess <laughs> more or less. Not me, my robot that looks just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Read an email or two. I am awesome. <laughs> Read an email or two. And let's get. That All right, here we go. I was a junior at Creighton, and it and took it upon myself to coach up the younger guys in my fraternity on how to deal with opposing Big East teams. That sounds fun. We were playing a top five team at the time, and a few brothers and I decided to get in line early to grab good seats for the game. At halftime, as the opposing coach was walking past our seats in the student section, and with the confidence only. A few too many beers could yield. I yelled, hey, coach, where are your eyebrows? Not thinking much of it, I left to get more beers before halftime ended. Unbeknownst to me, while I was waiting in the beer line, the coach came back to my friends after halftime and asked, do you see my eyebrows now? Aggressively pointing at his eyebrows and his face. He was staring them down without blinking as he walked away and my friends were left speechless. Well, I had no idea it even happened until I was told when I got back. That head coach was the one and only Chris Mack. <laughs> Chris Mack doesn't have eyebrows. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, what? All that dirty dude. laundry, I'm like, I wonder who the coach is. And the final line is like, in that coach. Dude, I thought it was going to be Mark Few the whole time. Mark Few yeah. doesn't have eyebrows. Hold on. Does I was Chris thinking Mack Cronin. I was thinking Cronin. Um <clears throat> But that wouldn't check out with the uh, timeline. Do you think that's what broke Chris Mack? Does he like, not have what... <laughs> well, this, what... was, this was when he was at Xavier. Xavier. So he was still on top of the world. He's still on top of the world. Dude, I guess he doesn't have eyebrows. Or are they just like really blonde? 
I think they're really blonde. It would have been funny if he came out at halftime and he had drawn them on. That's what I was thinking that you were yeah. going to say. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like black guy, Uncle right? Leo in Seinfeld. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what do you think? What's the verdict? That's no eyebrows. Oh, yeah, that's zero. Is that no eyebrows? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Note to self. No, hold Put on. Hold eyebrows on, hold on. on my I got robot. another angle. It's, it's blonde. It's I think very it's blonde. Light. I think it's blonde. So how did what did he show them when he came back? Well, I guess he just pointed at his face. It says I thought he was pointing at something. Honestly, that picture right there gives Voldemort it's, vibes. It's it's a bad picture of Chris Mack. Yeah. Um, what's Chris Mack up to? I don't know. I think he's taking a break, right? He's got to be getting chilling? paid out. It's got to be chilling. I mean, I respect that. I, I really do. That's what I, mean, I would all do. These, I that's coach, what everyone, yeah. yeah, coaches get fired, and and then everyone's like, if that was me, I would not do anything. And then Chris Mack was like, I hear that. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Well, that was like all the stuff with Matt Rule. Everyone's like, he's going to go to Nebraska. I'm like, oh, I think he's going to take his $10 million and sit at home. <laughs> is he Is he not? Chris Mack's not doing media or anything either. Is he on like? He's got to be. They got to have him on like, uh, what is it? The Field of 68. He's got to have a podcast. <laughs> they've tried, they I guarantee you they've tried. He's got, yeah. He, I, know, I know they've tried. He's definitely probably, um, he's probably taking over Miller and Miller. <laughs> Miller and Mack. Um. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the hell he's up to, but uh, also I will never unsee his lack of eye. He's got to grow. He's got to come back with a goatee or something. That's his Chris Mack move. Yeah, he's he's gotta, or two pay. Get a two pay. Get a two yeah. pay. Brian like, Urlacher. Yeah, you're like, right. And, and then say, and then add, and then basically put the onus on people to ask no, the question. No, no, no. Tattoo yeah. unibrow. Ooh, <laughs> only way to go. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that's where the story was going. Is that he <laughs> yeah. took a sharpie. Yeah, exactly. And, like drew right. on his eyebrows. That would make a lot more sense. That would have been good. It actually that's called half, it worse half time adjustment. <laughs> it would be worse though to like come back with the same face that you already get made fun of and then be like, you see him now and then and you like, still no. don't see him. Like if, if the guy was, yeah, the kid starts, was there, you'd be like, I still don't see him. Everyone starts squinting, confused. <laughs> You've changed nothing, coach. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, next one. Titus Tate and especially Jim. Yeah, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies from high school played for Duke and invited us down to Durham a few years ago to watch him play. It was a painful 18-hour car drive from Minnesota, which involved mm. one of my friends getting mm. detained and ticketed for going 80 miles per hour in West Virginia, which at the time was considered reckless driving. But anywho, once we made it to Durham, we went to my friend's house, and he was roommates with Michael Savarino, who unironically is one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Stop it. And I just wanted to clear the air. Oh, we, no. we went to the game, which was this pretty is, this boring. Is, this is hold on. This is like when Verno came on our our show and was like, Grayson Allen, actually like the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. And we we just mm-hmm. like, and just you like, guys maybe, are the assholes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, so, maybe I, I told you that. Anyway. <laughs> maybe I am, and I'm happy yeah. to be. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we went to the game, which was pretty boring because my friend got in foul trouble early on, and it was a blowout. Although David Robinson was at the game, and he was holding a baby the entire time, which my friends and I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> After the game, we were planning on going to a bar called Shooters, but we were underage and we needed a pregame before we went there. Long story short, we pregamed and ended up going to Shooters. And I'm thinking that all of the girls would be all over the basketball players, but no. All of the players, including my friend, just huddled in a corner, standing there, awkwardly waiting for the girls to approach them. The only person that made an effort to talk to girls was Jack White. <laughs> They all stood in the corner, looked around, and went on their phones for probably two hours while my buddies from home were playing on the beer pong table. The bar had a DJ and a dance floor that had many people on it, but none were players. I'll never understand it. Love the show. My dad, John, and I listen and talk about your podcast all the time. Jim, we love you. 
We have a shout okay, out for my dad, right. John. Right, shout out, shout out, John. Shout out, John. That's love, from Gabe. You love Jim. On and on and on. And Michael Sabrina. That, that was that was that, there's nothing bad in that story, right? That was no, that too no bad. but yeah. Jack White. I was gonna say, Jack White, R.I.P. Jack White actually, he just got absolutely dunked on. Oh like, yeah, ended his career. Did you see that the other night in preseason? Jack White got absolute. Musa uh, Diabate literally yeah, yeah. ended his career. I think it was last night. Yeah, last night. I mean, look it up. I mean, it's he should have never been dunk. in the NBA anyway. But I think after this dunk, they have kicked him out of the NBA. I would assume. Um, but I mean, good for well, Jack White. At least he has personality. Yeah, exactly. Jack White's from Australia, so I mean, I feel. Listen, man, I'm going to. I'm going to zag here. Um, I'll never fault a guy for, dra- but he. But but is, is, is he or no, is he, he not out of the league? I will league? say no, is he not. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But yeah. I, I'll never fault a guy for going for it. And like he went. No, for I mean, it. look, he went for it. He's out of the league. I would rather. That's a hustle. Play. That's a that's an old school Duke play right there. Yeah, just, just trying Get to your block ass it. Dunks on. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see it. I mean, I love I love that this guy didn't include his friend's name, but like I knew his friend's name immediately. Immediately, yeah. <laughs> and I also like that he told that story because like his friend probably didn't have the greatest time when he was at Duke, and things probably didn't pan out as he hoped they would. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm down to roast these guys." Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad that I was right about Michael Severino. Michael Severino. That's mm-hmm. the big takeaway. Is that yeah, Michael exactly. Severino. Awesome. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll say this. Say this, yeah, because I got something nice to say as well. If Michael Savarino wants to come on the show, we will have him on. Yes Absolutely. Or no? Yes, we will. Okay. Of course. What are and you secondly, about? Michael Savarino is obviously <laughs> cool because Michael Savarino, as soon as his grandpa left, he was like, "I'm leaving too. Like this school sucks." Where's he at now? NYU. That's right. He That's went right. to New York. He transferred. Where, I mean, and, and basically, Duke is New York school. You know, sorry to Syracuse fans. So I mean, he he found his home. Uh, there was always there, and I will say, if I'm if I'm uh, uh, pointing the finger back at us, there were some inconsistencies in our uh, roasting of that whole scenario where we made fun of Michael Severino for being the fall guy, but then also made fun of him for mm-hmm. being the driver who was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. On the one hand, really, no. Like, I mean, you, you kind of like crime. it actually Good is kind of cool. It is kind of cool if you know he took the fall for Paolo. Like that is a cool. You know, if he's like, you got this great, I'll be fine. He's Listen like, to us. he's like looking at him. He's like, I'll Listen be to fine. Us. We gotta stop. We gotta we gotta get out. We're we're like this is bad. He's this like is, I, he's like the blind side. He's like I got you. Michael Owen. He's like I, I dude, got you. Do you hear us? We're we're, we're I'm ourselves into. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He's, he's not a Duke anymore. I mean, I, I, I treat him differently. <laughs> Can I say this while mm-hmm. while the, we have the opportunity? Um. Watching John Shire at ACC Media Day, I, I want to be very clear. I do not hate John Shire. I, I don't. Hate I, John I don't Shire think John either. Shire is hateable, mm-hmm. which is which sounds shocking. And uh, North Carolina people are like Titus. I thought you were on our side. What happened? How can you say those words? Oh, I mean, um, compared to what what K is no. I don't think John Shire is hateable, and it, it is going to be a new era of Duke basketball. Yeah, Chris Carroll is chance. the ha- most hateable person on their staff by far. But I mean, at the same time. You don't, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mr. K is going to be around. Is that I, it? I got one more fun one. This guy. Um, Michael Severino's cool and Chris yeah. Mack has no eyebrows. Uh, yeah, no yeah those fun. are good. But um, <laughs> one more where this guy gives a couple cheating scandal update, like cheating scandal <laughs> stories himself. But uh, one was about the uh, the spin rate. We, I think we, I don't know if we talked about it on the pod or not, but that uh, baseball player was cheating against the Mets. Yeah. But um, <laughs> who was cheating? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, anyway, Must so grow. this guy gives like two other famous uh, yeah. crazy ways of cheating that have happened. In 2009, an English rugby team provided players with blood capsules so they could fake serious mouth injuries if they had to get an extra substitution into the game. Like what that. The hell? 
Isn't that great? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Why don't you practice? That's like how the Patriots used to like the Patriots used to, uh, you know, the guy would fake an injury when they were out of timeouts yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like that. People did that to uh, Chip Kelly's Oregon team. That's the first time I saw that like, slowing down that really no becoming mm-hmm. a strategy was against Chip Kelly's. That was Oregon the Pac-12 move. They, yeah. Like every team was yeah. like, dude, mm-hmm. just go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just fall down. Yeah, William McGinnis did it like in that Super Bowl I think against the Rams or something. And then somebody asked him because he came in the next play and he's like, I felt better. Yeah, like he went from Bill not being asked, able Bill to get up. Yeah, oh, was that? And he smiled. Yeah, yeah. Bill's like, like, Bill's like, you were really hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, for one play. And he just like smiles and winks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was it. Um, and another one, and maybe the most shameful act of cheating in organized sports. Spain had ten non-disabled people fake being disabled to compete in the 2000 basketball Paralympics. That is that is like you're going to hell, right? Like, I mean that that's that's. <laughs> That's a bridge too far. That was like, did you see the Djokovic thing? He was playing tennis in a wheelchair against another guy in a wheelchair. And then the guy hits a, a like a tough shot back and Djokovic got out of the chair and then freaking ripped it back at him and won. And then like the, cra- the, you know, the crowd was like, the crowd was like, didn't know how to react. And then like he walked over to like shake his hand, like good match or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was the Michael Jordan playing basketball moment with Djokovic. Are you but, serious? You, know, not, you look at the video. Yeah, it's, it was like one of those moments you're like, this guy doesn't get it, you know? And like that story, like these people just don't. That's get like it. the most, that's, that's, that's the heinous. most evil thing that's ever. What I mean, it was heinous. It was really heinous. Isn't that the end of like, it's a wonderful life where the guy's like in the wheelchair? Yeah. I, like, holy. They can walk I'm telling him. you the video. I saw that the other day. I was like, what the hell, Djokovic? But it, I mean, at some level, it checks out. But yeah, that's oh, horrible. That, that's, that's horrible. Great. Ten that's... people to agree to that is pretty wild. I can't imagine ten people being like, "We're all going to play and be disabled or fake being disabled." Um, I got one more decent one. Twenty years ago, I played D three ball in NYC for a college that once had won both the NIT and and NCAA mm-hmm. tourney in the same yeah. year. Yep. Yep. We know. True, only true now, basketball historians. You know this. It is you only know. now safe. Uh, safely in the NIL era, I feel comfortable sharing this story. My first season, I was introduced to Sockman, a Harlem <laughs> dude in his mid-20s who would come to the locker room after practice and silently offer us fresh, unopened pairs of Jordan brand socks. Sick. <laughs> He'd awkwardly pull them out of a cheap plastic, a black plastic to-go bag. All he wanted in return was the damp, sweaty socks off of our feet. This happened about once every three weeks. What? When asked, the older players insisted he was an art student who needed our worn socks so he could properly strain paint. The guy says in parentheses, this checks out. We were 12 players, so our 24 socks would last him about three weeks if he were straining paint once a day. Uh, thanks for naming this segment Dirty Laundry and literally, reminding me yeah. of those happy days. Literally Dirty Laundry. I love the guy, and all these years later, <laughs> still don't care what he was doing with our socks. Jay. I mean, it's one sense, oh. like, it, this is both sides of it. This duality. Like, in one sense, sick, new Jordan socks. But in the other sense, like, my conscience could not, like, it would run too wild with what he was doing with our sweaty socks. It's, it's a, it's I hope a, he was whatever you're saying with the paint, but. Jesus. I, I would rather straining pain. Is not ask what you're doing with the socks. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of I would rather I'll... not know. But I don't know. Like giving my socks away even feels strange. Yeah, why? Yeah, if some guy like... if you're taking off they your must socks like, and some guy he goes must have had a oh, I want the, He probably yeah, had a like... connection at a store though, or like he worked at a store where he just sold stole the Jordan socks, right? 
Or Chinatown, right? That's yeah. what I feel like. Yeah, why why house. would if he's buying Yeah, why would why would he want house? to use socks? Why don't you just use the Jordan socks that you bought mm-hmm. to strain the paint? Well, that's why I think You're, it's let's like get him uh, on the pod. In terms well, of, that's why I think it's like uh that's how you know that there's some sort of something behind it, you know. Depraved. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm giving you something nice so that you don't think about the dirty side of what's happening here. The dirty laundry. But if this was what he was saying with just I'm I need socks to strain paint. I would use You have socks. socks. You yeah. already have them. You just bought them. Yeah. Use the socks, but he's like, no, I don't want those. I want the sweaty, dirty, disgusting yeah. socks. Something stinks with these Cause I'm socks. Because you're a pervert. Yeah, I don't, I don't fetish. I don't shame fetishes, but you're a yeah. pervert. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't know about no the disrespect. Feet. I don't know about the feet world or like whatever people are into, but that sounds like a kink. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't kink shame. That's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, I Ooh. that's just, I, no disrespect, but I have no respect. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need sock man on the pod. That's, that's a very New York disgusting. story, Jim. Disgust- yeah, that's New York. That is par for the course to that city, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That is like... Uh, this is another day. Uh, another day. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. New York City. Those are good emails. We, we learned a lot. Those were... Uh, those were- <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> I really do feel like I learned a lot. Shout out to Shooters. We started- I feel like Shooters has gotten mentioned in Dirty Laundry. Shooters do they not have any other much. bars? No, it's the only bar they have. Shooters yeah. they is... Because uh, I remember you guys have Is Shooters the one today. where the guy said uh, Trevon Duval mm-hmm. is... Uh, I'll never forget that as long as I live. A guy tweeted at us and was like, Trevon Duvall is going to play like ass tomorrow because I'm, I'm, I'm at the bar watching him right now mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> going to suck tomorrow, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And granted, Trevon Duvall had some bad games to it, but like this was a... This was like, a, we saw it, it was and like, we were like, yeah, that's something to keep an eye on. And then I think he had zero points. He was like 0 for 8 from the field. Like he had like six turnovers. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Why, because he was drunk? Yeah, he was yeah, like, he, like, he, he was like Trevon Duvall is riding the bull at shooters, and it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, shit-faced. Yeah. Like, watch out for like tomorrow. That, yeah. mm. It was it was a tip that like under any other circumstances I just I just would have been like haha whatever and then I remember I was watching the Duke game the next day and I was like man Trevon Duvall is like terrible when well, he was getting and pulled like, from the game he's getting like yeah. yelled at he like he looked completely out of it it was like oh wow it's like someone knew I was like the scene in Blue Chips <laughs> with uh, the guy shaving points and they're watching the film and like yeah. reminding yes. him to watch it. that was me yes. with Trevon Duvall I was like is he is he hung over is yeah. he he's oh, like yeah, grabbing yeah. his head he's like sweating a little too much <laughs> you're like oh no um. That was at Shooters, though, right? Yeah, that it was at Shooters. Yeah, shooters right. is the only place they had. We called, we called the segment Dirty Laundry, if I remember right, because uh, it used to be managers that were writing in. Mm-hmm. And that was so we wanted all the, the stories from the managers who were on the team. Dealing and that was why laundry. we wanted the, uh, the anonymity so much, because it was like managers actively on the team that were like, I'm a manager for a big I could be implicated. School. Yeah. Yeah. And last week at practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and then we expanded it because we like hearing all these stories. We like hearing yeah. about everything else so mm-hmm. shout out to um, john shout out to shout out to yeah. the dad you know listen to the show gabe right gabe and mm-hmm. gabe and john yeah, yeah. How about them uh all right shout outs otherwise any, honestly i don't really have one? any major shout outs i will be at my first chargers game uh monday night um we have panthers the russell and bustle coming in town russell wilson monday night chargers uh against the broncos so i will be at that game very excited to bolt up all right uh, you're not going to panthers rams no Panthers are until they bring my boy Ken Dorsey down and give him the head coaching. I like Steve Wilkes though. I will say I like Steve Wilkes, but no, I'm not going to the Rams Panthers game now. Who's your coach wow. this week? Who for the Panthers? Yeah. Steve Baker. Wilkes. Oh, it is Baker. Baker is out. PJ Walker is playing. Where's I have a lot Darnold? of friends is coming Darnold in hurt? for this game. I went to Panthers Rams at the Coliseum with Cam Newton. Oh, the Coliseum, mm. great times, 2017. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will not be at this game. I'm a Chargers guy. 
He's a Chargers fan, Jim. I'm a Chargers guy, man. Whatever. But Russell Wilson... He goes you, to all the games. It, yeah, uh, I go to all of them. I, know. <laughs> I go to all of them. <laughs> um, starting man. halfway into the season. I, I will say, Panthers if fan. Russell Wilson has a great game, I have been at every then you're game a Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson oh. has been successful at, I feel like. Every time that he's like... Even at NC State, when he had these great games, I was at the game, so... If he has a great game on Monday night, you can blame and me. You're back on there. I, I am the only person that can curse Russell Wilson into success. Okay. Um, I wanted to shout out uh, Penny Hardaway got an extension. That was uh, mine. That's great. Yeah. He's he's under contract for the next six seasons. And I, I as as I, I make as many Penny jokes as anyone, and I uh, um, I will continue to do so for the next six seasons. It sounds like, uh, but you do have to tip the cap a little bit and and say for all the the chaos and the insanity and he won. The funny sh- they had a good. They, first, he beat the NCAA, and That's also what, yeah, they ended the up. Pretty, they ended up like the team actually was decent last year. So, like this idea that Penny sucks as a coach, like the jury's. I'm not saying. Basically, what I'm saying is, is you can't just straight up say he's a clown. It's a clown show going on in Memphis because, like, by the end of the year last year, they were legitimately good. They beat Houston twice. They gave Gonzaga a great game. They were up on Gonzaga um, in the tournament yeah. at halftime. Again, I'm not saying hang the banner, but um, I don't know. The it, it, Penny getting the extension isn't as funny as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, you know? like yeah. I was hoping. He's it actually ex- seems like a good decision. Yeah, you know? if Penny got an extension like a <laughs> couple years ago, mm-hmm. I would have been just yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what recruit yeah. is yeah. he paying now yeah. to come here in two years? But you know, he is. He had. A, you know, I don't know that the program's turning in the right direction. They beat the NCAA. So it was also a great graphic. The, the extended, yeah. which is like Penny just like staring, and it had his logo on it. It was yeah. amazing. I was Hell like, yeah. that's what I like to see. Now, be that as it may, when he loses to Tulane um, with like three five stars on the team, mm-hmm. I will roast yeah. him mercilessly. Yeah, of course. But, um, anyway, shout out to him for that. Uh, speaking of one of those five stars, Amani Bates charges, according to Jeff Borzello, uh, his felony charges are being dropped, and he is. This cracked me up. The the tweet that he he said he was cleared to return to practice. And he's basically working on being cleared to return to classes. <laughs> so, like, he's expected to go back yeah. to class. When will he but be in the, meantime, in the actual registry at the school? But in the meantime, he's he's like, you don't have to clear me to go yeah. back to class. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I, just, like he's like, I only need one clearance. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm cleared for the games. Yeah. yeah. I don't even got to go practice, yeah. honestly. Um, and then, finally, my last shout-out was uh, – or, yeah, one of the last ones uh, – the Pacers won the draft. Hang the banner. Stop the count. It's ben over. Matherin. Ben Matherin is nasty. nasty. Mm. He's disgusting. Yes. Gross. It's it's disgusting power rankings. Number one, uh, Jawan Howard and Greg Gard taking a picture together. Mm-hmm. Number two, Benedict Matherin. Yeah. I saw that he dressed up as Frozone and then sang the Making My Way Downtown, whatever that song is, you know? Like he like sang for all the Indiana. That was his rookie. Uh, thousand, uh, thousand Miles. Thousand Vanessa Miles. Carlton, yeah. yeah, Vanessa Carlton. He sang that as Frozone for all the Indiana people. And I'm like, this guy gets it. You know what I mean? Like, this, like, he's <laughs> but like, is that like a like rookie hazing family, thing? Huh? Is that like a rookie hazing thing? A, kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. just, that qualifies him. for great entertainment. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's, that's what I mean. People. Like it was like for the, yeah. it was like, this guy gets like how to win over the families of Indiana. Cause like he yeah. started out and it was a little bit like, is he going to go hundred percent? And then he went hundred percent and the crowd, by the end they were like, I like this Ben Matherin. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This guy, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. He's genius. Pacers won the draft. Um, insane college football slate. I wanted to shout that out as well. Mm. Bama at Tennessee, Penn State at Michigan, Oklahoma State at TCU, NC State at Syracuse, Kansas at Oklahoma, Clemson at Florida State, Mississippi State at Kentucky, and USC at Utah all tomorrow. Wow. Or Friday or Saturday. 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 Yeah. Today's, today, today's Thursday, mm-hmm. not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Carolina Duke also on Saturday. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I'll watch that. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll watch it's going to be uh, at Duke too, but hopefully all Carolina fans will be there. 
I promise this is my last shout out. Uh, the number one ranked Brownsburg Bulldogs are are still undefeated. <laughs> Love that. Um, we got to check back in. Here's your update. Still undefeated. Still number one in the state. Eight and zero. Final game of the regular season is Friday, Tate. We will be traveling to Hamilton Southeastern, who is also undefeated, mm. ranked fourth in the state. Eight and zero. It is uh, Gary Harris's high school. For those who are uh, into that sort of thing, my high school will be playing Gary Harris's high school uh, for the conference title. The winner enters the uh, Indiana State Tournament undefeated. So the dogs are one win away from uh, wrapping up a perfect regular season. And then we got we got dicked over on the uh, the state tournament draw. We have to go. We're playing on the road to open the state tournament against a team we already beat, Ben Davis. Um, Where's Ben Davis? What town? It's a town. It's it's in oh, it's an wow. actual indie school, but uh, it's it's right next to Brownsburg. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, Anyway, we got dicked over on the draw, and I'm not happy about it, but we're going to kick their ass again anyway, so whatever. So it, you guys are a football out, school. Yeah, we're, we're officially a football school, but, but huge game Friday, huge game next Friday. Um, I'm fired up, and if you never hear me talk about Brownsburg football again, then it's probably because we lost. Yeah, and, something, happened. Yeah, yeah, something so, happened. yeah, there's some sort of cheating scam <laughs> some going on. Cheating. Someone cheated. Meanwhile, a uh, dude from Avon is marrying a can of Mountain Dew. That's what so, I Shout out. Yeah. Uh, shout so, out. There you go. That is beautiful. Uh, I never get. I never got the Avon. I mean, I got that you hated them, and I was trying to get like how to hate them because I want to join you on the side. And uh, I saw that, and I was like, I get it now. Like, it's repulsive, dude. Yeah. They're, they're repulsive people. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Wake uh, up, drink Mountain Dew. Disgusting. Do not piss excellence. Does he drink it after he marries it? Well, like Jeffrey I mean, Dahmer. That's that's a tough question to ask anybody. <laughs> dude married a can of Mountain Dew. Did he bring it to Las Vegas? Did he get it? I can't believe that someone allowed that to happen, now. you know? Like, that should be parody law. <laughs> Close-minded. Bigot. <laughs> you don't think Mountain Dew or people do? <laughs> I get sued by Mountain Dew for uh, libel. I know. <sighs> yeah. Um, it looks like a, a stunt. <laughs> Which is oh, even he did worse. actually marry a can of Mountain Dew. Oh, it's Dew? even worse. It's even worse if it's a stunt. No, it's uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, that's then they're what, spitting in guys. That's, face. that's what people from Avon have to do to get attention. What, the, what if you're from Brownsburg? You know, you know what you do? You just be great. You just mm-hmm. go fucking be great. Mm-hmm. You go, you go win football games. You what go, do all the single ladies of Avon think about this? They're like, dude, God, come they're on, right here. <laughs> <laughs> what does that Mountain Dew can have that I don't? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why the hottest girl at Avon is a Mountain Dew can. Yeah, that's, that's all you need to say. That's it. That's that's it. That's all that needs to be said. Uh, all right, that's the show. Everybody enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Well, I'm a basketball historian. You know what I mean? I love basketball. Let me tell you about it. We are better than all of you. <laughs> <laughs>